from Yarm to Yebay, Harrington to Horsley Hill, Swarwell to Silverlink, the Northeast Footy Breakfast with Roy, Steve, and Ted. Oh, jeez! There we go. There we go. Somebody knock that down his windpipe, please. <laughs> That's what I normally get shouted at on a Saturday wow. afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, lads. I think it's followed by bark, bark at me like a dog. I'll stick you in the kennel. <laughs> ah, yeah. I thought Kinky. I was outside or I was waiting for VAR yeah. or something. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he just got in from a rave. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, that, that's some Dave, else came, the rave. Yes, that's There's the new it. nickname. Radio Dave, Dave, There's already on one Dave in Sunderland, I'm afraid. That's uh, that's already commandeered by someone else in, uh, just in the fine city of Fullwell. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you were talking about that other one for the derby. Oh, good weekend, oh, Steve. God. I enjoyed it, mate, yeah. Um, yeah, but back, yeah, me too, mate. Back, me too. Back to winning ways for Newcastle, uh, despite mm-hmm. it being against 10 men and... Young Lewis Miley getting a goal at last. Oh, uh, good yeah, to see, all, wasn't it? all good, mate. All good, and all good in the black and white camp this morning. Yep, mm. yep. Not too bad over in the Red Town as well. Yeah. I think uh, we travelled down to a tough Swansea team, and you know, just do what we do. You know, just win football games. What about you, Ted? Good weekend, mate. All I heard there was gap gap gapity gap 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 mind gap 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 gapity gap 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 still got a gap getting very small you can get tablets for that Dave yeah 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 rub some cream on it I've seen them on the internet it was yeah well you know what my weekend was like it was it all started on Friday afternoon yeah we're going to get into the Sunderland Christmas it is obviously a holy time Christmas and um, Sunderland <laughs> did provide us with the Holy Trinity, reportedly close to Michael Bale. Then they give 6,000 tickets to the Geordies. Hey. 700 hospitality, by the way. Yeah, hospitality uh, as well. Very nice. Black Cats Lounge. Nice. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, displacing hundreds of season ticket holders in the process, obviously, you know, taking a crap on the supporter from a great height. And then um, then an absolute toothless, gutless performance against Bristol as well. So, yeah, it was great. I, I had the you time band your flag as well. The, the, the band your flag. Yeah, the band your yes, flag. Yes, yeah, they yeah, they yeah. Yeah, uh, they took was, the money, yeah, but that that, they, they want to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm including that on taking a crap on the supporters from a great height. Uh, that, that was kind of a, you know, that was all encapsulated in that little part there. Um, Mrs. Ted knew there was a problem because normally, she works night shift, you see, normally around about midnight, that's about as late as I go, normally I send a little message saying, I'm off to bed now, have a good night, blah, blah, blah. But she knew there was an issue when she saw me post on the Sunderland fans page at around about 1 a.m., <laughs> she knew that all was not well in Ted's, oh, no. in Ted's mind. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I went on a big Might rant with Chelsea. You, you lads know. I think you lads read it as well. Um, yeah. Rye was actually amazed oh, that yeah. I knew, knew some words. Um, it was, it was very <laughs> articulated. You can tell he's angry because the words get longer and like well written. You know, I mean? <laughs> that's that's actually true. That that is very true with making an argument as well. The yeah. posher I get, yeah. the more you're in yeah. trouble. You know? I can tell. <laughs> I can tell the posture. So, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's angry. It was so articulated. Yeah. It looked like a lorry. That, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> 
yes, oh, I, I turned into no. a cunning linguist. Um, and, and, hey. uh, it was a few. <laughs> I'm glad you got that one right. What? <laughs> Absolutely big as well. <laughs> Listeners, I've got to let you into a little secret here, right? Such has been the past couple of days that Sunderland have had. Today was meant to be Steve's show, right? But there is so much Sunderland <laughs> stuff going on that we said, True. Ted, it's all yours. You have it, Ted. You have it. Yeah, right. you know what? The three of us are just going to disappear now. One's going to go to bed and in Australia. We're just going to put the kettle on. Ted's going to talk for two hours. Rice going sleepy uh, bubbles. <laughs> we'll come back in and give you the borough headlines and all that. And then we'll just, you know, we'll just chop back in. But today it's all Ted listeners. I'm sorry. He's got, no, I'll, I'll give you a nudge. Uh, I'll give you a nudge at eight o'clock, right? But there, is a, there is a silver lining, Ted. You made some nice scotch eggs, mate. That's for one. You and, did. They and look for good. two, I, I know you're really looking forward to uh, looking forward to it today we introduce you are the ref yes yes this has been new game uh, obviously everybody yeah. thinks they know the rules yep <laughs> oh look that went off on one I, could, a, I could just go to var right like, like everyone else feature. though right i'm I, pretty sure i can just oh, go var i went i went off on one i went off on one at the weekend because i've seen so much garbage coming in from managers <laughs> it just sent me into a tailspin it really did and there was no alcohol involved I mean, very surprising. <laughs> this is true. They just spout so, absolutely so much so. Garbage. I've created your own spot. Um, so we've got the RDR spot, which is Radio Dad Rants. Uh, it's our new feature. Dave tells us who's got on his nerves over the weekend, and, oh. and today I think it's, it's Alan. It was Alan Shiggin who ripped your knitting over the oh, weekend, wasn't mate, it? That, absolutely, uh, in a big way. He tore it. He tore it. Knit, uh, <laughs> knit and pearl at a time. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thinks he knows the rules. That so man. We've got that Oh, <laughs> two letters away from um, being well, Alan Shearer. That's what he should be focusing on. <laughs> <laughs> I know he talks all right, Alan Shearer. I've corrected him once on it. Mm. He's, he's a good lad. Having a mad takeover now, Shea Givens. Shea Givens on the uh, on, on the um, on the sofa now. On match of the day, Ian Wright's John. Shea Givens in. Jermaine Genus or Genus sitting on the couch on the one show. I mean, it's a it's a mm. Geordie takeover. That's the biggest travesty of justice ever. Like this. <laughs> oh, I think one it? thing that unites Newcastle and Sunderland fans is a, a genuine displeasure over anything Jermaine Genus is near. Oh, I'll tell um, you what, I, I, if he's, he's heavily tipped to take over from uh, Lineker on Match of the Day. If he does no, that, no, it's, it's at least a 50% drop in uh, in viewing figures, I'm telling you. The only way they're going to get viewers to that is if they put Kieran Dyer on. If it's just Genus and Dyer, I reckon. Put the Kieran, the Kieran Dyer, Jermaine Genus show on and I'm tuning in every morning. That's the only thing that's going to get me viewing into that, though. The only thing well, that's going to get Lee Boyer on, and they could yeah. get Lee Boyer on. They could cover boxing with boxing deathmatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, if they, if they do stick Genesis on match of the day, they're going to have to pay me for a TV license. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I, I just, surely the won't go down that line, will there? I mean, he's, he's, nah. he's beige, oh, and he's look, he's, look he's, he's the blue-eyed boy in the BBC. But since when have the BBC had taste and decency? Yeah. Well, yeah, an impartiality. That's, that's a line of that's a line of questioning. I'd rather not go down on my views of the BBC, but there you go. Hey, <laughs> a boxing show. Uh -huh. They could, and they could have a UFC spotlight and get Rahu Jimenez in after that flying knee on the weekend. What a fight! Did you see that? Lads? Brilliant tackle! Brilliant oh. tackle! For WWE. He got the ball like he got <laughs> TKO. I gave him TKO round one. I had him in round two. It was cradled. I thought yeah, Longstaff was going to put up more of a fight, though. Yeah. 
I, I really did. I thought Longstaff was going to be, I thought he's right into it. You know, I, he started off, you know, the round very, you know, very nice, nice little, you know, throw at, at the start there. And then oh, that flying knee coming from about 10 metres away. Incredible. I think it was the hip. I think it was the hip job that did it. He didn't <laughs> need to see, his head you off. You see Longstaff's head? Taken off oh by the pelvis. Oh my God, the poor bloke. Jesus. Speaking of boxing, <sighs> obviously I, I shared that little thing with you yesterday. Obviously me and Steve have a, an appreciation of, of, a, of a certain arena in the Hortonley Spring area. The idea of putting on a match <sighs> that Sunderland and Newcastle fans can attend together for 50 quid each and unlimited beer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all all the need is one of those... That's a bit, all, all it needs is one of those machines, you know, with a bot with a yeah thing that you punch and yeah. like just plays. Oh, absolutely. Well. But that, that would be that ball would be quickly replaced with somebody's head, wouldn't it? I mean, you, exactly. Once, once they get the beer down the necks, what the it's hell? It's just a terrible There's idea. There's a mushroom <laughs> cloud going up. It's a cracking yeah. venue for boxing, as me and Steve discussed yesterday. With, you know, Steve's put up many a show there. I've been there as a fan of boxing as well. Um, and I think that's maybe, you know, the limitations of their, their fighting prowess should be maybe limited to that. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that surely can't go ahead. That's madness. Absolute madness. 50 quid all can you I, can drink. Crazy. Can I just congratulate Arsenal fans as well? Uh, yesterday was a, a special anniversary. Day 43 of them whinging about the goal. Um, at St. James's Park. <laughs> Yeah, day 43 in a whole thread on Twitter still going on about this goal and uh, honestly, unbelievable. I mean, what on earth? Disgrace. Is that what the whole season's based on? It's embarrassing. Oh, will be. If, the, if they don't win the league, it'll all be on that. There it is. A disgrace. <laughs> Thanks it's for tuning in again, Mikel. Good to have you on the yes, show. Yes, Mikel. Yeah, you got it wrong. <laughs> Mikel, I'm sorry, it doesn't hold water. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disgrace. That's what it is. A disgrace. It's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I, I, I genuinely yeah. still whinging about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 40, 43 are, yeah. days now. We're actually counting the days, me and uh, Mitch, yeah. now at NUFC yeah. Matters, and it's crazy. Unbelievable. Literally top of the table, 39 points, and still worried about that one. Yep. But, the, but the worst of it is, the worst of it is, because he got off scot tree, he can start somehow claiming that's yeah, a moral victory over the decision. Oh, of course, yeah. a doctor. I'm asking. Well, that's the yeah, thing as well, because he, he goes unpunished, he thinks he hasn't done anything wrong. So, yeah, so you, know, you can do it again, and again, again, and again. Yeah, you didn't do me last Let's time, keep, you can't do that, it now, this time. Yeah, exactly. Now any manager comes out and says what they want about yeah. your crew. That's hey? it. Yeah. Crazy. And, and crazy, 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 crazy. Nah, Did you see I'm Roy Keane's rant last night as well? <laughs> Did you see Keno's we rant about uh, Virgil van Dijk yes. being arrogant? Yes. No, I didn't yes. see that. Yes. <laughs> Missed it. What, oh, what? yeah, because yes. van Dijk said um, Man United will be, you know, they, they're delighted with the point and there's only one team turned up to play football and Man United, they're basically saying Man United parked the bus. Yeah. And uh, Keno was not happy with the response, <laughs> saying it, it, you know, it was just sheer arrogance from him. And, you know, mm. th there's times when Liverpool have went to Man United and eked out a draw, and they've been delighted with it, you know, because mm, yeah. everybody goes through good and bad times, I guess. But yeah. I, I don't know, did, did any of you lads watch the match yesterday? I, I didn't personally. Yeah. I, was here, I was in the kitchen with me pinny on. It was like watching paint dry. It was, um, you know, mm. those games. those games are either absolute mm. classics other an absolute bore draw and that's what we got yesterday even the chances weren't you know there was there were half cut chances yesterday you know defenders yeah. getting in the way um, yeah. fair play to Manchester United they went there with a the game plan I actually stuck yeah. uh, Melly Barnes as a uh, watch along on uh, with his with his mate um, uh, 
you know Gary who um, who he started talking turf with and it was uh, it was funny watching Melly getting all excited when Man United were getting through <laughs> it was even, even funnier that they were watching it it was like a 10 second delay so like I was dying for Liverpool to score so I could go in the chat and go 1-0 you know and, and have a, and have a give it away <laughs> but um, me, me, me solitary comment apart from introducing me the fact that I was there watching with him and giving him a bit of support was uh, mind the gap uh, at the end of the game which was satisfactory because he it, it, there's, there's never a week goes by when if Man United overtake Newcastle I don't get a text off Melly within yes, 10 seconds at the end of, of the game so it was a nice yeah. little it was a sweet moment of revenge which he said he took so that was good but yeah game, the game was the game didn't live up to expectations I mean and, and of course <sighs> You know, any any network such as Sky builds it up, which is which is their job to try and put yeah. you in to watch it. Um, and and you know the the build up was more exciting than the game itself. That was probably the best way to describe it. So you reckon I made the right decision yeah, yeah. by keeping my head stuck in spreadsheets all weekend then? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, you yeah. know how the to live the Oh, I know how to live, mate. Yeah. I know how to live. You should have gone cruising the coffee shops looking for Rishi Sunak. <laughs> he was in your manor, wasn't he, Dave? What was that? I'm saying you should have gone cruising sense, coffee shops. Hang on, there's half a million of you talking. What about me? I coffee said you shop? should you should have gone cruising co- coffee shops to go and find Rishi Sunak. Oh well, there you go. You know, he he, he came looking for me, but I wasn't going to give him the the pleasure of me turning up. So I'm quite happy. He, you know, was just just touring Yarm High Street coffee shops looking for oh, me. Oh wow! Left the prime minister standing and waiting. I'm pleased about that. I don't mind. Good on you. Yeah, well done. You live, well in, done. you live in a posh place like Dave. I mean, even the post box mm. has got a knitted hat. I know. Oh, did you like my photo? You're stalking me on social media, mate. It's why you know I've taken interest in what's going on. Good, good. <laughs> Oh. I, I couldn't help notice your formula was incorrect on your Excel spreadsheet, but I'll put that right for you later, mate. Oh. Mate, I hope it isn't. It was a big pitch I was pushing for. <laughs> I've just made myself bankrupt if the formula's wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Today's our last show. Thanks for being... <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been, yeah. a good, it's been a good Speaking run. Of- We've done our best. Dear, Speaking of an incorrect formula, should we have the three of us put our headlines together? Here we Let's go. And there's only one place to start. Oh, is the Mackems and Proud. <laughs> Black Cat News. Sit back. Yeah, good morning, Sunderland fans. Where to start after this weekend? Shut up, right? Right, here we go. <laughs> Anger, frustration, unacceptable. Moments of complete and utter madness. They were the words from Mike Dodds after defeat at Ashton Gate on Saturday. If, as expected, Sunderland's defeat at Bristol City does turn out to be Mike Dodds' swan song as interim head coach, he did not hold back in his post-match press conference. His previous two games in charge had seen the Black Cats earn impressive home victories against West Brom and automatic promotion hopefuls Leeds United. However, the lads were wasteful in front of goal yet again and conceded a blatant penalty due to sloppy play at the back, resulting in Anthony Patterson upending Robbins, Taylor, Gardner Hickman and Tommy Conroy converted from the spot. As you've no doubt heard, Sky Sports claimed on Sky Sports, not Sky Spots, that's, that's a different kind of thing. Sky Sports claimed on Friday that Sunderland are close to appointing former QPR and Rangers head coach Michael Beale to replace Tony Mowbray. The prospective what? announcement has been met with a very mixed response by fans who feel that a move for Beale, who was last sacked by Glasgow Rangers while taking them to third place in the SPL, which is traditionally a two-horse race, isn't any better than what the club had in Tony Mowbray and even fear it may be a backward step. Nothing official from Sunderland Football Club themselves just just yet, but it's thought a new man will be in the dugout in time for the visit of Coventry City this weekend. And finally, 
Popular football website Team Talk has claimed three Premier League heavyweights are ready to go up against Real Madrid in order to secure the signature of Job Bellingham. Leaving Sunderland for the Premier League would be a strong pull for Bellingham and while Black Cats will clearly have a high valuation of the player, this won't be a problem for those competing at the top end of the top flight. Liverpool are the side most in need of a holding midfielder and a long admirer of his brother Jude before his move to Real Madrid and may see Job as a worthy alternative and a long-term option to deputise in the middle of the pitch. Both Liverpool and Arsenal are likely to be competing in the Champions League next season, whereas Chelsea, the other suitor, may have their work cut out to break into the top four over the next five or so months. This could well influence Bellingham's decision if it's needed, but regardless, it will be hard for Sunderland to keep him at the stadium light if a bid comes in. And them's your headlines. Smoggies and Proud, Borough News. Good morning, you beautiful Borough fans. We are back, baby. Woohoo! Just come to the kitchen and see. The Borough are cooking now, ready for tea. As Ted says, feels the main man for me. <laughs> I love it. I wrote that one myself, I did. Middlesbrough got back to winning ways with tell. a scrappy 2-1 victory over Swansea in Wales on Saturday. In what can only be described as the rains down in Africa, the slip and slide affair was decided with a pass back to Swansea keeper, which was then picked up, resulting in an indirect free kick. Then the great Aussie Sammy Silvera finished with a low shot after the setup from Rogers and completed the 2-1 victory after another magnificent Sam Greenwood, who's from Sunderland, by the way, finished earlier in the game. The only worry came from the game was the 90th minute substitution for Seni Dieng. The keeper fell over whilst taking a goal kick and could not continue with what looked like a right thigh issue. To add to Middlesbrough's concerning list of injuries, there is once again a call-up for the big Aussie Rye to come over and play in goals against Port Vale, which I said yes. And Michael Carrick has told Callum Kavanagh he'll be in business if the young striker continues his prolific goal-scoring form. Young striker has impressed for Middlesbrough's under-21s and scored every goal in a 4-0 win at Crystal Palace last week, with his dazzling show rewarded with his first team call-up this weekend against Swansea. Kavanagh, who's the son of Borough midfielder Graham, was included on the bench and the striker didn't get on the pitch, but Carrick said the youngster would have benefited enormously with just being involved with the matchday squad. And just finally, Middlesbrough could be set to hand January lifeline to out of favour Nottingham Forest defender Joe Worrell. Heavily linked with the Borough, Borough are now keen to pose an initial loan deal for Worrell in January, with a prepared to turn that into the permanent switch if they go on to secure promotion from the championship this season. Them's your Borough headlines. We back, baby. Up the Borough. Magpies and Proud. Mag's News. Good morning, Newcastle United fans. Big day today. Tickets go on sale for the uh, Sunderland-Newcastle FA Cup match on the 6th of January at the Stadium of Light. And the uh, tickets go on sale at 10 o'clock this morning. You have to have a season ticket um, loyalty points of 45. Uh, that will drop at 4 o'clock today. Uh, so uh, don't miss out. Uh, tickets have been set at £32 for adults and they've been set at 29 for under 22s, 24 for under 14s and under 16s which is uh, lower than we first expected as uh, the price that Sunderland had put forward originally was correctly rejected. As uh, Ted mentioned in his headlines, uh, we have been offered 6,000 tickets, 700 of which are in the Black Cats Lounge uh, for corporates and it is a bubble game so Newcastle fans will be travelling on excess of 70 double-decker buses in convoy down to Wearside in January. So, looking forward to that. Uh, as for the football, when Newcastle made it seven home wins out of seven with a comprehensive 3-0 win against 10-man Fulham, 
Raul Jimenez was sent off in the 22nd minute for a foul on Longstaff. Fulham were upset at the decision, suggesting Lascelles should have been punished for an elbow in the build-up to the incident. It took the home side 57 minutes to break the cottages down and it was Lewis Miley with a cool finish to give his team the lead and in the process becoming the youngest player to score for the tune in the Premier League. Further goals from Dan Byrne and Miggy Almiron rounded off the win. Three points though may have come at a cost with both Fabian Scher and Joe Linton being withdrawn with injuries. Eddie Howe will be assessing his players today ahead of the Carabao Cup quarter-final match at Chelsea tomorrow. There was some good news at the weekend with the return of Sven Botman who managed a six-minute sub-roll against Fulham. And Friday brought the news that Harvey Barnes and Joe Willock have had minor setbacks and won't return to the first-team picture until January. And congratulations once again to Newcastle United's women who had an emphatic 11-3, that's 11-3, home win against AFC Flyd yesterday. That's your Newcastle United headlines on Monday morning. Ted, Rye and Steve, the North East Footy Breakfast. Right across the North East, the Reds, the Cat and the Tune. Ted, you mentioned Dodsey and, and what he had to say after the game. Shall we have a dabble? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's have a listen. This is him after the Bristol defeat. Yeah, and I think the disappointing thing, and I've just um, spoke to the players in there, the disappointing thing from my perspective was, you know, a kind of 15-minute spell of just madness um, where they get caught up in the emotion of the game. They, they, they don't manage the momentum in the game well enough. It's <coughs> um, ultimately cost us the game. Um, we can sit here and talk around referee decisions. We can sit here and talk around, you know, how many chances we've created. The reality is we've lost the game 1-0. And I'm 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 really disappointed. Um, and you know we've got to dust ourselves off. Um, there's lots of the performance that I liked, but there was also elements of the performance that I was really disappointed with. There you go. There were his thoughts uh, after the defeat, mate. Well, it, it, it echoes wild. what the fans thought of it as well because mm. I mean the, the lead up to their goal, it, you could see it was coming. To be honest, Patterson's um, throw. Again, oh, the poor kid. Ah uh, well. Look, Patterson got played into bother and he showed some immaturity in, in, in coming out and trying to sort of claim a ball. But mm. when you prat about with the ball at the back the way they were doing, and, and again, yeah. I'm going to mention his name, Luke O'Nine. Luke O'Nine, about five <laughs> minutes before that, sort of stabbed a pass mm. across the across the front of the 18-yard box. Yeah. Put that pace, it was, it was kind of like one of those that wasn't directional in any way, it wasn't to anyone. It was kind of, well, that's roughly in the direction the ball should go. And now... Obviously, you know, the, the the fans got on his back, the players got on his back a little bit over that. The next pass he played was like sort of what I call a hospital pass. Steve will, Steve will know what I mean by that. Yeah. I think it's a generally a northeast term. Yeah, um, nah, yeah, he I plays know what a mean. hospital pass back to. Yeah, you, you know the kind, but it was just, it was yeah. just slightly under pace. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it, it, it was kind of one of those where Patterson almost has to come for it. Um, yeah. But, you know. Let, let's be honest, the, the Bristol City player knew exactly what he was doing. So the Bristol City player's taken he's, he's just nudged the ball out the way with, gone over the keeper, which which is what anybody else would do. Blatant penalty, no complaint from me whatsoever. Um, and yeah, and, and stuck the ball away. But it's it's that, it, right, I'm a big believer, yes, play out from the back by all means. Normally we do that very, very well. We, we get it to the, the full backs. Uh, full backs will become those inverted full backs and sort of tuck into midfield. And it, and it looks nice and, and we create opportunities by doing that. But let's not start by, you know, having centre-backs playing like sort of 10, 12-yard passes across the line of the 18-yard box or, or, or under-hit passes back to the goalkeeper. 
who's a, he's a young lad. I'm not, I can't get too angry with Pato because you know he's saved us more times than he's let us down. Absolutely, 100%. And he's improving yeah. all the time as well. He's only, what, I think he's about 23, Pato. So in goalkeeping terms, he's he's still, you know... He's, a he's got about six or seven years before he even hits his prime as a goalkeeper. Yeah, you know, so he, he'll learn from it, and, and it was a silly mistake. But this whole prattling about on the 18-yard line's got to stop. It's it, We've got to be more direct with our player coming out of the back because we're getting found out with it. And better teams than Bristol City, and that's no disrespect to them, Better teams in Bristol City will punish us for that big time, but the wastefulness in front of goal. There was there was one where this kind of typifies the season in a way where Paddy Roberts beat about three or four players, and I mean yep. it was beautiful footwork, yeah, it was. absolutely just yeah. incredible footwork. And then you know just sort of like I don't know, didn't get his didn't get his foot wrapped around the ball enough. He's got a sweet left foot on him normally. And it just sort of like it, I don't know, just goes out flat and wider the goal, and you're kind of thinking, "Oh, the curler, you've done, yeah, you've yeah, done yeah. the hard part." Um, yeah. So I, I thought I totally you were talking about the one where he got hit, Jack Jack Clark on the back post. No, no, no. It's, it's, <coughs> there was the shot that he had in the first half where he, where he, yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah. killed it inside, and it was just uh, to all intents and purposes, last season that would have been top corner, uh, like yeah, no, yeah. no doubt about it whatsoever. So. It kind of it kind of sums up where we are right now with this kind of like toothless thing. Um, there was some strange selection um, issues. I thought it was kind of a, a little bit head scratching that he played. He initially started Jack Clark centrally uh, with Bar out on the left and Roberts on the right, which which was a bit of a strange one. I mean, you know, Dodsey's entitled to play the way he wants to play. He's just pulled out the bag two absolutely cracking results, but for me. Bar just nah, nice nah, decision making. He slows the whole attack down. That's sort of it's five or six step overs. Then he'll get the ball taken off him, and and literally that's the way his game went. Um, so I was surprised to see Bar actually last as long as he did on the pitch. Um, it wasn't our normal flow. It took a while for Clark to get out on the left. Then when we did, and when Bar went off, and you know we changed things up a bit, we looked better for it. Um, it just just toothless and I I don't know whether maybe some of the um, some of the goings on from Friday kind of um, had an effect on the players as well it's possible because I mean if I heard Couldn't Michael Beale's potentially a new boss then I'd, I'd be pretty gutted as well to be honest um, <laughs> but, but that's, that's just my opinion again I mean do you want me to go into the Michael Beale thing as well right now or <laughs> do it yeah, I was going to ask Just you a saying. question. I was going to ask you a question because obviously there's a lot of rumor flying around and speculation at the moment, and and Beale is is a rumor. Um, we've had nothing confirmed from from either side, as far as I'm aware. No, but we're also hearing now counter rumor about all oh, the deals off because he can't bring in his backroom staff. I mean, what are you, what are you reading right, yeah. into all of that? Well, first of all, I mean the, the rumor broke, and it was Keith Downey from from Sky Sports who broke it. Who's obviously a mag. Um, but it, it, all the same, he, he's normally pretty reliable as far as sources are concerned. Um, it broke on his Twitter, obviously, you know, is an official Sky Sports um, post, I guess. And Sky Sports also reported as, as close as well. Um, you know, closing in, the, it, it was all about reaching an agreement for him to take over. Um, Beal, for me, I mean, a playing career that was cut short at 21. He's had two senior like senior or head coach roles so far. Um, he left he left QPR. The, he looked actually an up-and-coming coach. Uh, the, in fact, I think QPR were top of the championship when he left. But 
this is the same guy who was like, you know, beating his chest saying, I want loyalty and I don't want anybody here who's not loyal to the club. He turned down the chance to go to Wolves. More loyalty, 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 loyalty. Oh, I'm going to Rangers. Um, so clearly <laughs> there, there ain't, a, ain't a massive amount of loyalty among them. Um, he, he obviously went to Glasgow Rangers. Initially, he was obviously there. He was Stevie G's assistant. Now, to be honest, me, me and me and Steve in the studio could, could go up to Glasgow Rangers and probably win the league, to be fair, between the two yeah. of us, Steve. I reckon we'll have a good 100%. chance of it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't class that as something to put on the CV. Uh, he, you know, he, he won a trophy or two up in Scotland as, as an assistant to Stevie G. But, but it's a bit better than Billingham Cons, mate, you know. Well, is it? I don't know. Is, is the league better than that? Uh, I, I'm, I'm yet to be convinced of that one, Dave, to be honest, but there we go. Um, going up there, going to Glasgow Rangers to have the top job um, was, was clearly a step too far for him. Graham Souness said this yesterday. Graham Souness actually said the Sunderland job is too big for him. Uh, and to be honest, somebody of the, the stature in the game of Graham Souness needs to be listened to because um, the guy knows what he's talking about. So, yeah, the move to Scotland didn't prove a success at all. Um, in his first season, he finished second behind, behind Ang's, Ang's uh, Celtic. Then he eventually got fired six games into the following season with Rangers in third. I've took the mick out of this already. He had Rangers third in a two-horse race. That takes a special kind of coach. That really does. So, basically, if, if the rumours are true, Sunderland are kind of going for a cheap out-of-work option, as yet is unsuccessful. Is uh, not what the fans were looking for, and, and basically on paper. And I, and I, I listened to the three legends on Friday. I, I do my research, Dave. It was, a, it was a very interesting show. Um, I listened, and and Clarky. Well, in fact, the three lads actually all said the same thing. He is not an upgrade on Tony Mowbray. If anything, he's a downgrade. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. And There's he, no way. He's, a, he's got a lack of credentials. He must be pinching himself with delight to be anywhere near the Sunderland job. It's an yeah, absolute joke. A, I mean, that's for me. If if it's true, if he is appointed, that is the most unambitious appointment that that Kira Louis Dreyfus could have made, and his little wooden puppet creation, Christian Speakman, as well. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm just absolutely staggered that they would try and go for that. Go on, Ted. Tell us. I mean, tell it as it is. It, Say what you think. I thought you sounded happy. It, it is. Look. <laughs> Look, I've, I've quoted this before from Brian Clough that if you sack the manager, you should sack the man who hired him. And Speakman's going to be on to like what is it? His third or fourth manager, and he's he's not he's not doing the job. He is absolutely not doing the job. Michael Beale is not an, an upgrade on Tony Mowbray. He's not better than Tony Mowbray. There's an argument in place that that Mowbray could have won. And again, three legends said this: he could have won those two games against West Brom and Leeds. There's, yep. there's absolutely nothing to yep. suggest he couldn't have. And bringing there's in somebody like Beale, who apparently, apparently, and again I'm using air quotes, apparently wants to bring his own backroom team in, I would absolutely run for the hills at this point because this is a massive, massive downgrade. <laughs> and if you thought that was bad enough, <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading that, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I'm getting little alerts and I was, I was on a little coffee break at work, I'm checking my phone and literally I'm going, are you absolutely mental? Imagine my absolute <laughs> sheer delight at around 2pm on the same day that obviously it appeared the, the Sunderland hierarchy hadn't quite finished with the fans just yet because it was announced after that 
that the careful negotiation, definitely in air quotes, but I've turned the two fingers around, uh, Newcastle United will be given 6,000 tickets for the North Stand, which meant displacing hundreds of season ticket holders for the FA Cup game on January the 6th. Um, and that negotiation was carried out apparently by the, the Chief Safety Officer, who's ex-Northumbria Police. I... I question his credentials if he thinks that it's safe to bring 6,000 Geordies to that stadium and think it's not going to kick off. Because I, I think that is a ridiculous number of fans to bring. I know, Steve, that not all fans are, are, are troublemakers or anything like that. Yeah. But I think with those sheer numbers, mate, I think that's, that's, that's a tinderbox waiting to go off. And I don't mean the oh. dating website either. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't think there'll be many matches that day. I'm like kissing me. They might be on Tinder next week. They're kissing me. Probably have got it. Yeah. It's the FA Cup, but lads. I don't get it. I mean, it's yeah, the FA Cup. Yeah. You, have it, to have it a sec- yeah. you have to have a certain percentage of tickets. And I mean, you know, that's the that's the, that's the the thing. It's not, you know, I, I mean, I, I appreciate, you know. They the increase the, the maximum the maximum allowed, Steve. That's that that's the, 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 the terminology here. But the thing is, what, I'm, what I can't understand from the club, and they're still being absolutely gutless in saying nothing about this whatsoever, by the way. There's been no statement from the club. There's been nothing to, to appease the fans' opinions, the fans', the fans' um, grievances against the club over this. Because, right, great, you know, 6,000 tickets, it's done now. They're on sale. The, the, you know, there's going to be, and you will sell them out, because... The one thing about Sunderland and Newcastle, and, and probably Middlesbrough to an extent as what well. What do you mean probably? Follow- what do you mean probably? <laughs> <laughs> Their away following is magnificent, right? The, the, the three teams. Go on, I'll, I'll be inclusive. I'll, I'll be HR Thank friendly. You. Um, Thank you. The, the three teams will will sell out their away quarter. It, it, we could go down to the Emirates and say, Arsenal could turn around and say, right, lads, uh, there's 20,000 tickets have had and we're not interested in turning up. Every single one of our teams would sell out our away allocation. Not a problem. Right, but that's not the question that's at, that's at stake here. What I want to know is why, why that amount has been given to Newcastle when we would have sold out home allocation and you've also really, really rattled your season ticket holders. There's people, ca- there's people actually cancelling the part season tickets, and not only that, the club are actually cancelling part season tickets on the fans' behalf. So anybody who's basically living in an any postcode, so that includes your likes of South Shields, it includes your likes of Washington, Bolton, places like that, where there are genuine Sunderland fans living, because of this, uh, because of this sort of rule where uh, you, you kind of, you know, you've got to have some sort of season ticket history to be able to get tickets for the, the Newcastle game and all that kind of thing. They are worried that anyone living in an any postcode is a Geordie in disguise. Well, tell you what, why don't you not give them 6,000 tickets, give them 2,000 and sell out your allocation to your home fans? They can't be it's doing absolutely that. absolutely incredible. They can't be looking at an any postcode <laughs> and cancelling a, a half-season ticket. I've, I've seen written proof of this online where they are yeah. cancelling purchases. A hundred percent. Yeah, they are doing it. I mean, originally as well, I want to give a big shout out. I've just had a message as well from Sean, good pal of mine, who's a Sunderland fan, uh, who was listening hey, in for the first for the first time. But um, we were originally going to get 2,500 tickets. That was the original proposal. That's from even Sunderland. more than we get. And it was going to be 50 <laughs> tickets. £50 a ticket was the original was the original suggestion. But uh, quid? Gonna... That's yes, absolutely that... insane. <laughs> So, the, so, so Newcastle United Supporters Club and Newcastle United Supporters Trust oh were involved in this. They were involved in all of the. Steve, the, the I don't like this, but that's incredible, lad. 
This is fact, lads. This is fact. And oh, the supporters, you can supporters imagine, imagine the amount of black and whites going in the bank asking for a loan. I want to buy a ticket to see oh. the match. So the supporters <laughs> club and the supporters trust had had meetings backwards and forwards. And the only reason that we got six thousand tickets was because that's what the, the the supporters clubs pushed for. And basically, they you know they they agreed as long as we travelled down on the buses. So that that bubble game has been you know it's been used in other derbies Swansea Cardiff is an example and that's, that's not, not a, oh, come on and that's, it's not, that's, that's not even comparable <laughs> it's not but it's not the first time that they've used the police have used this <laughs> suggested this kind of method so yeah. you know fair play to the supporters trust the supporters club for sticking to their guns and saying yeah. we want these tickets um, but I, I, I do agree with you there'll always be a minority who you know will end up causing trouble um, but in this day and age, you know, if you do it, you're on camera, you're going to get caught. Uh, it, the advice is, you know, just go and support your team and be safe. But, you know, it is it is what it is now. As you say, it's been done. The tickets are on sale. There's nothing we can do. And we, we just gotta, we've just got to crack on, mate. And, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate for Sunderland fans who've been, you know, relocated and asked to move. But, you know, if... If, if it goes to a replay, you'll be doing the same and third round cup games go to replays. So, you know, you never know. You could get yeah. a draw and we might have to go through the whole scenario <laughs> on the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I've been to and that, that is some sight coming up from Central Station. Like, it's incredible. It's, um, they used to, I think it's one of the most... And didn't they used to play neutral, <laughs> didn't they used to play neutral grounds if the replay was drawn many years yeah. ago? Imagine that coming right. down the riverside. <laughs> At least you'd sell it out. <laughs> enjoy look, your, look, en- enjoy com- your third round conclude. action, mate. You won't be going any further. <laughs> to conclude my rant on this, though, um, I mean, I'd, a lot of the Sunderland fans, quite rightly so as well. I mean, don't get me wrong, not everybody agreed with what I've had to say about this on, on Friday. I've, I've had some pelters. I saw that. Well, but yeah. there's, there's a growing number of... Yeah, I defend myself all right as well, though. Um, I can take just, it. I'm just a big whip lad. your Scotch eggs out, mate. That'll show That's me. it, yeah. I'll shake my Scotch eggs at them, yes. Yeah, I can skin a sausage very fast. Um, yeah, look... We're talking football here, mate. Come on. Yeah, we are, absolutely, yeah. Um... It just feels like we're being mugged off by the by the owners of the club, and that that's that's the worst thing. We're in a position where you know we're, we're back into the playoff areas. Dodsey's got the team playing well again against West Brom and and, and Leeds, and you think, oh, you know what? We might actually be heading in the right direction here. You know, there's exciting coaches like Will still being linked with the club and people like that, and you think, oh, do you know what? It's like, all right, Mogger's gone, and that's a bit of pill because everybody loves him. But like you know, you think okay, there's 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 life goes on kind of thing. But then, just getting absolutely crapped upon from a great height with with the decisions. These are the people who are meant to be the custodians of the club. Mm. They're supposed to have our best interest and the club's best interest at heart. Not one of them has come out to face the media or face the fans and actually say what's going on. And um, yeah, people will say it's their business. They they own the club. They, it's 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 not really the fans' concern. It is the fans' concern. Tell you what, mate. We'll be here. If they want to come onto the Reds, we'll 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 give them an hour or two, however long they want. We'll do us we'll do a show that they can come on and do. Well, and turn it that's, over. that's what I was leading to. To be honest, S A F C F C S A F C show. You can have it. It's. I mean, at very least. The Sunderland fans are due some kind of statement. I know it won't be an apology or anything like that. You know, I mean, they've stiffed them over the flag display. They've stiffed them over the tickets that that basically we could have sold out. 
that looks like they might even stiff us over appointing a, a yes man and a, a puppet of some kind in, in terms of a head coach. And to be honest, it, you know, the fans are clearly and understandably disgusted at, at, the, at the event. Now, I know the Geordies are going to say, oh, it's a, it's a meltdown, a Mac and meltdown, and they're going to enjoy it. The one thing that I, we have still got Sunderland fans, we're not going to go punching any horses and we won't be painting bed sheets and standing outside a sports <laughs> shop. So at least there's always that. <laughs> Can't believe it, eh? In the same season, Barra beat you 4 0 as well. Jeez. That doesn't matter, though. Borough, that doesn't matter to oh, a dog. You get, you get, you get beat off lesser sides sometimes. You get beat off lesser sides sometimes. There's still a gap, 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 and gap, gap, gap. <laughs> Not for long. And if and you, you choose the wrong one, mate, if you if it's, choose the if wrong it's an ans, we're pots and pans. <laughs> there are there are three scenarios on you are the ref. You're gonna choose we'll crap one. We're meltdown, but we're still better than Borough. I mean, how bad's that? One, two, or three, and the gap, the gap, gap, gap is dealt with in one of them. Uh, yeah. You get a lucky win uh, against Swansea, and all of a sudden, it saved Carrick's job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> babe, I need more popcorn. I've gone through it in the first forty minutes. Sorry. <laughs> 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 love it love Dear it me. Uh, I've got a sore throat now can somebody say something for a bit <laughs> I can't. message Steve I'm like do you want a coffee let's go and grab one we'll be back in a sec <laughs> I've, I've been I've been out for a 10k run <laughs> shall we shall, okay. I've just seen I've just seen the, stu- the in-house studio chat now you absolute sarcastic git <laughs> <laughs> oh I love working with you lot I really do honestly oh god you poor that, that was poor a good man. time to put I out a recruitment ad Dave wow <laughs> do you need a break mate oh, do you really need a break because we haven't done the sport no. oh, we've, we've forgotten to do the sport at half past you're in full flow do you know what? We've still got what the fact. I've, I've still got what oh, the fact no. to do. We've got Steve's oh, job. No. We've got you're the ref. Oh. I've got I've got a whole reason. I've got what, some, what, I've what got do you want? Nice, now? I've got By the way, I've got some nice theme tune for you. Are the ref? There you go. There you go. Oh, I like it. Yeah, you like it. Lovely. Uh, Just wait. Well, I I decided to actually bring some realism in just after that. So uh, you're going to have to wait. I'm going to keep in suspenders. But just to give you an idea, uh, just just to set the scene before we move on, um, we have three on the field scenarios here. One, Sunderland are playing Newcastle. Two, Borough are playing Sunderland. Three, Newcastle are playing Borough. You guys are going to have to choose one, two, or three. So I've not rigged it. Uh, there are three different scenarios. Look, different sheets of paper. Listen. So yep, yep. Well, when, when it, it comes will be to remiss it, not to go Sunderland Newcastle with the news. When, when it, when it comes to it, you can choose one, two, or three, and uh, and then that is the you are the ref you'll get. Now you can have one an hour, okay. or you can just have one a show. Entirely up to you. Mm. Okay. Okay. I yeah, like this. Was it this, was this like in Roy the Rovers? Was this in Roy the Rovers the first time round or something like that? Uh, that was, was, what was it in? It was in, was it shoot or goal or something like that? That used to carry it. It rings a bell. Yeah. It definitely yeah. rings a bell. I think it was shoot magazine, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a great okay. read, that man. But when you, you know, I'm going to read the scenario to you. I'm, I'm going to set yep. the scene. I'm going to give you the incident. And you've got to Ooh. make the decision between the three of you. It's oh, you against okay. me. I'm being as fair as I'm I can. Doing it now. Three against. Well, do you want to do it now? Yeah, yeah, do it. yeah. yeah. Bring it on. I think we need to lighten up yeah. after that. Okay then. Yeah. Okay then. Bring us back together. One, two, or three. So one is Sunderland playing Newcastle. One. Two is Borough playing Sunderland. <laughs> 
and th- which which does touch mind does touch on mind the gap. And three, Borough a player <laughs> Borough are playing Newcastle. Definitely doesn't matter. Oof. I reckon. What do you guys reckon? Since it's Ted Ted show, it's we're let Ted, let Ted pick. Ted, you've got <laughs> Oh, thank you, Steve. You're a gentleman, lad. Number one. You've had a bad weekend, kid. Number Thanks one. <laughs> Here we go. And a bit of realism now on the theme tune. A bit of realism kicking in. Referee, you're not watching the game, mate. You're watching me. How are these kids supposed to learn the game if you don't know the game? You ain't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd bring a bit of realism to it. So here we go then. Here we go. You are the ref, number one, guys. And remember, not making a decision, i.e., sorry, not awarding something is actually making a decision. So I'm not saying okay. you have to get involved and stop the game because okay. playing on and saying no foul and not giving any cards is as much of a decision as as blowing your whistle. There you go. Uh, Sunderland Sunderland are playing Newcastle in the FA Cup third round clash at the Stadium of Light. Mm -hmm. After 63 minutes, it's still goalless. Eh? Kieran Trippier, (laughs) Kieran Trippier has just received treatment and he's standing oh. off the field of play. He's about oh, 12 nice. yards from the halfway line inside the Newcastle half. He's just standing there waiting to return to the field of play. As he's oh, standing no. there watching, Newcastle make a wayward pass. Jack Clark <laughs> picks up possession of the ball near to the touchline and he's got a clear run at goal. As he runs past Trippier, near to the touchline, Trippier steps onto the pitch and deliberately trips Clark to stop his promising counter-attack. What yep. does the ref do? <laughs> right, well, I've, I've been in a situation in a cup final mm-hmm. where I was the manager and I stepped under the pitch and fouled somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this not oh, surprise me? I wish I was refing. I <laughs> wish I was refing. So basically, this the, their, their attacking player was flying down the wing on the left-hand side, and I was at the dugout, and I was out with view of the referee, and I stuck my foot out, and he tripped and went flying. And You shouldn't be allowed back in football, what? mate. You shouldn't be allowed. So, so basically... I was sent off and everybody was everybody on the touchline was sent everybody else was sent outside of the technical area behind the dugout behind the fence area so that was what happened with me lads because the referee knew that I'd committed the foul even though it was unsighted so I don't know if this helps us lads I don't know if this helps us oh dear doctor oh that's so classic I think, so I think I don't know whether I'm impressed or not <laughs> <laughs> we had a bit of beef with this team, lads. So that's my justification. Oh, yeah, way. Like, yes. <laughs> and, and, um, wow. and how did the aforementioned team manager believe, yeah. trip him? In a violent uh, way or not? <laughs> no, it was quite nice. Oh, right, it was okay. like a, okay. it was a casual foot. Um, but that that's but there's an example, lads. And and the ref didn't see, but he, he assumed and sent me off. So, and the only thing I've got I to mean, say here is you've got to get yeah. it perfectly right because refs have to. So that includes: does he blow the whistle? If he does, what does he award? And remember, he doesn't have to because not blowing the whistles, the decision is made on the incident. And then once he's 
blown his whistle if he has. What does he do after that? Is there a punishment? And uh, unless you're going to hear, Ref, you haven't got a clue! You've got to get it spot on. <laughs> Man, even if you get it spot on, you'll hear that anyway. Can, well, I, yes, have a, can I have a bash? I'll, go on, I'll then, take go a wild on. stab at it. Okay, so... Go on. I think... I think Trippier would be given a yellow card because, obviously, Clark's not clean through. He's not heading towards goal. He's going down the wing, I think you said. So he's not heading in the direction of the goal. So I think a yellow card for Trippier. But I don't think it's a free kick. For some reason, I've, I've got in my head that this would be a throw-in. So that's my guess. Mm. Throw-in to Sunderland. I think my guess... Yellow card My uh, guess is to on... Rise guess is, is everybody should be sent off because it's not involving the borough. <laughs> yeah. I think if I'm Jared Gillette, if I'm putting my shoes on, my ref shoes on, my hat in, I'm looking at that incident and then I'm going to Dan Neal and I'm red carding him. <laughs> I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I go and find Dan Neal on the field and I go, somehow you had something to do with this. Descent, get off. And I send Dan Neal off. So once I've done that, I then go and address <laughs> Trippier, right? And it's got to be, I mean, he's not allowed back on the, he's not, he hasn't been on the field of play yet. He hasn't been, I haven't brought him back on yet. So he's off the field of play. So he can't, he can't do anything with, it's a red for Kieran Trippier. Has to be, has to be a red for Kieran Trippier. For tripping him. Because he's not on the field of play. For tripping him. Well, I would say, I would say it's, I would say it's a red card for, for bad sportsmanship. It's like. Red card for bad sportsmanship. Well, he's off the pitch. He's off the pitch. And then he hasn't been given permission to come back on the pitch. Yeah, he didn't say exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. he has come back on the pitch on his own accord, and he exactly. has tripped Jack Clark, which is two offences. He's come back on the pitch without permission, and he's also tripped. Which you know, fair enough. He may not be on goal, but he's he's tripped. He's tripped the player. So that that maybe. Yeah, I agree. Maybe maybe it would be that. Yeah. Mm. Completely and utterly agree. Plus the Daniel red card. <laughs> well, I can tell you, one of you is uh, on the right lines. One of you. Oh, oh, no! All right, it's going to be Ted then, because I agree with Steve. <laughs> what did you say, Ted? You reckon? Oh, to don't take me that literally. I, I, oh. I thought a yellow card because uh, Clark's not actually heading in the direction of the goal itself. He's, so he's you're going, going on the yeah, wing. Yeah. You're going on. Uh, the thing is, he's, he's not the denying thing is, an obvious goal scoring opportunity. That's what you're saying, aren't you? But yeah, that's where you're pitch. going. With he that. can't. He, he can't do anything with. Like, no, it's got to be a red. He, he's off the pitch. I, as the referee, I haven't let him back on the field of play. I haven't said right. If trips come, if I go right, trips come on, and then Jack Clark breaks away and does it right, then it's probably a yellow. I reckon. Because uh, Trips is off the pitch completely, in, in traditional Steve Wraith style as we now know it to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's done what's called a Steve Wraith in the local area now, right? Yes. <laughs> and he's stuck his leg out and tripped Jack off from when he's off the pitch. And then he's probably just stood there like, I didn't do it, ref. What are you talking about? I just had to do my shoelace up, waiting to come back on, ref. Like, it, it's it's got to be a red. Has to be. You've got to come to a you've got to come to a decision between you. Oh, okay. Between Jeez, us? All, all yeah, three. it's you against me. Oh, no. Three against me. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, right, nah, it's, I got this. It's VAR. not a red. VAR. It's not a red. VAR. VAR. I throw it to VAR. VAR. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, hasn't, he hasn't made... We haven't made... 
We haven't made a mistake no, with the decision yet, right? We don't need to. Do you know what? The, 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 he said you don't have to make a decision. That's what I'm saying. We don't make a decision, and then VAR comes in our ears and goes, oh, you should probably stop the game. I'm like, oh. I'm sorry. I'm telling you what, fellas, you've taken, so, you've taken so long over this. All 22 players are now involved in a mass sprawl. <laughs> the two benches have come on. The, uh, the the Gatorade box has been poured over somebody's head. And the fans are now wading into each other. You've taken that one. He said, oh, he, said, he said one of you one of you is close. Oh, look, don't um, read literally into that. I mean... He said one of you is close. Right, and then you've said... a different player well, just because he's Jared Gillette. <laughs> But then, but then, Steve wants, then, a, Steve said, wants well, a straight red, and Ted wants to throw in with a yellow card. He says it can't be us because <laughs> it can't be us because we agree. But then he said, "Don't we take did. us literally." So that means it's either you or me, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's okay. go. Let's let's go with the let's it's go with the majority. Then let's let's go with your idea, Steve. So let's 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 sort this out. So you're saying, what does the ref do first? Does he blow for something or not? Well, he stops yes. the game. Okay. So he yes. stops the game. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Agreed. Se second point is he books what? Trippier for coming back on the pitch without permission. So he books so Trippier. He for, a, yeah. So he gets Ooh. a yellow card for that. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm with that. And and what else? He's, you've got to. You've then got to decide. He gets another yellow card second for the yellow. foul, and gets sent off. Yeah. And then. What's he going to start? Do you know what? That's, gonna, that's a good shout, that's what, Steve. What's he going to? Yeah. What's he going to? Uh, how's he going to restart the game? What with drop ball, throw in. Okay, we're we'll going with a red card. Has the ball gone out though? No, because he, no, he was just tackled on the run, wasn't he? It, closer yeah, to the. So the ball was just a drop run. Started with a drop ball. Is it a drop ball? Is, it a, is that what they do, or do they kick It'd the be ball a Jack back? Jack Clark free kick, drop wouldn't ball. it? Jack Clark free kick? No? Free kick outside the air. Free kick outside the area. Because you're, saying, you're saying he got yellow he, he yellowed him for the trip and then he's yellowed him for not being on the pitch. But the yeah. first yellow, you'd have to pay the free kick for that offence, right? So it's a free yeah. kick Sunderland where he was yeah. tripped. Yeah. You agree with that then? Are we yeah, locking it in? Yeah, locking it in. in. And then we go to VAR. <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna give a free kick, you're saying? What type yeah, of free yeah. kick? Yep. Indirect. Indirect free kick? Indirect, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Okay. You are. And Daniel Descent. You are. <laughs> Daniel for Descent, have you heard him? You <laughs> are very close. Oh, get in. Ooh. Get in. Give us the Very jump. close. However, I can't give you a round of applause. Because oh. one of the things you've stated is massively incorrect, and the ref would get done by a ref successor. What the the, the Dan Neal thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, he would be applauded for that. Uh, <laughs> this comes under Law Twelve: Fouls and oh, Misconduct. No. Oh no! Where two separate cautionable offences are committed, even if they're in yep. very close proximity. They would result in two cautions. For example, if a player enters the field of play without the required permission and commits a reckless tackle or stops a promising attack with a foul or a handball. So, referee blows his whistle, stops the game. He cautions Kieran Trippier for entering the field without permission. He then gives Kieran Trippier a second caution 
for breaking up Jack Clark's promising attack, which equals red. So he sends off Kieran Trippier. But because he has tripped the player, it's a penal offence. And he must restart the game with a direct free kick. Ah, I think we did well, lads. I'll give you a bit of that. I'll give you a bit of that. But not a lot. I mean... Sunderland would have called in on the Monday show and said, you know what, Steve Wraith and Rye and Ted, good good refs, good refs. However, yeah, that's think, what they would have said. However, you've just taken 13 have, yeah. minutes and the fans have gone home. Nah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Right? VAR takes 20, so we're fine. We're fine. You know what I mean? We got it. There was there was enough time to play two adverts for the, the Reds, you know, the morning breakfast show. That's what we needed to do. We were just, we were just, you know, putting enough time up there so they could play the ads during the VAR time. All right, that's all we were Speaking doing. Speaking of VAR, where's we're, where's we're VAR song? Yeah. Oh yeah, we've got to do that, haven't we? I've got my voice yes. back now. I can record my bits. I had no voice last week. I had this blooming stupid thing for four weeks. I sent mine to Daz, to, to but Daz. I didn't hear Daz anything. I've sent mine to Daz, but I didn't get anything back. So I'll get, I hope he got it. I look, I, I know. No, I've got my voice back. I'm still full of snot, but I've got my voice back. So I'll uh, I'll do my bit, and then we'll get Daz to work on it. Okay. It All right. To be out Next Christmas, few days, Daz. it's going to be out. Next few days, it's going to be out. Good stuff. Worked hard on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like me oh, with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Um, yeah. Before we go to the news, then should we should we do my first clue for what the fact? What oh, okay. the fact? It's Michael Beale. Yes, indeed. No, indeed. no, no. It's Mario Balotelli. Mario Balotelli. <laughs> Michael Beale. I'm Michael waiting for the music. Beale. I, still I don't even know that. where the where oh, is the music. Oh my goodness. Oh Michael really? Beale. No. Really? Well, we're, we're going to do an acapella, are we? Just messing with you. We the Michael Beale Pray silence, pray silence. <laughs> Your first clue. You know how it works now. I have an amazing fact. It is an amazing fact. Uh, I'm going to give you four clues. You have to guess what the fact is. Your first clue is don't lose your head, Anne. What? Don't lose your head, Anne. Am. Anne. A-N-N-E. Alpha November November Echo. Ah, phonetic alphabet. Don't Anne. lose your head, Anne. 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 That is your Anne. first clue. So it's got something to do with the West Bro. It's got something to do with West Ham. The old ground, the Berlin ground. Yeah. Uh, See, nice and easy, this one. Uh, 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 very clever, Dave. I was thinking Michael Bill's wife's name's Anne. <laughs> what? He's going to chop my Could be question the <laughs> sports because. Question of sport because Princess Anne was on it and it's finished now. Could be. Ooh. Could be. Ooh. Very clever. Princess Very Anne clever. was good on that, actually. I remember that. I would uh, I yeah. would think you'll go more of a football line, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always football. It'll always be football. And uh, Anne doesn't kick the round ball. What you might do in his spare time. Who, how do we know? Um, okay, then. Don't lose your head, Anne. Nice. Don't lose your head, Anne. Is it is it is it Alpha November November Echo or Alpha November November? Oh, I think he said Echo. Oh, aye, aye, aye. Two seconds. That's a 
Oh no. Oh no. He's Googling it. He's Googling it. He said he couldn't He's Googling it. He's Googling it. I should have checked this earlier. Yes, it is It is Alpha No. It is Alpha November November Echo. Roger. 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 All right. Gotcha. Roger. No, that. Not not Roger. Even worse. Roger's got bugger all to do with it. Tally Herald. I think it's time for the news, boys. Should we do it? it? Should we do a bit of news? Put the Let's end. Get it. Why not? Put, 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 put an end to this nonsense. Let's get back to something sensible. Here we go. We'll be back after this. Oh, I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. An absolute Christmas banger. Christmas. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah. That's the one that just. Oh, yes. so. you, I can Christmas imagine Rye too. doing that last bit. Yeah, definitely. You know that it's Christmas screamy it's bit. Christmas. Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Rye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But better than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could, I Thanks, could, man. I can't. Thanks. I've got a baby asleep, but I would, I would, I would, I would. <laughs> Let's get him into trouble. Oh, with I'm in trouble. I was in trouble see, for this. I'm still in trouble for the Sammy Silvera goal. So I've got to, I've got to play my cards right. Right, we got Port Vale very close as well. So I've got to pick, I've got to pick my battles. I've got to pick my battles. Okay. Yes, good old okay. Port Vale giant killers. Massive, massive. Can't believe it. It's gonna be huge. Was it crew? Huge it was crew, wasn't it, mate? Crew with the giant killers. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually at yeah. the Stade de Lume as well. <laughs> I tell you what, crew actually, what they've turned out some players over the years, man. What an academy they've had! Oh, as it was a Dario Grady was yeah. back in back in charge, but Higgy Dario Grady, he? he? Didn't he go through crew? I think he did. You know, Ooh. yeah, yeah I think that he did. A bell. I think Higgy went through crew. There. I mean, David Dario Platt's Grady probably, and all probably that. the biggest yeah. name yeah, yeah, that ever yeah. came through there. Like Platt, yeah. he was a great player. Yeah, fantastic. Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon was from there. Uh, <laughs> it, boy. Hey, you saw it. Robbie Savage. Robbie oh, Savage. Oh, don't. Talentless. Remember Robbie Savage? He's Man United. Tan talentless. He's Man United. Talentless. <laughs> do you know when oh. I used to do? When I used to do a lot of, I used to, I, I invented this. I, I, I drafted this um, laws of the game training course for media people, commentators, and reporters, and all that sort of stuff. And I'd always start with a Robbie Savage tackle. Where he oh, almost really? took somebody's he almost took somebody's <laughs> knee out completely, so um, yeah, that, that's how ta that's that's how much talent he had. But look, hands in the air, he made it to the professional game, so you got to give him credit for that. How okay then, maybe was, not, maybe he, not. Um, he, I think because his, because his son's playing now, really. Yeah, yeah, his son, yeah, his son Charlie Savage now. Yeah, where's he at? Lily. <laughs> I think he is on loan. He's a, he's a Man United youngster. He's on loan somewhere at the moment, but he's he's, he's signed for Man United. He's a eighteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old centre defensive okay. mid, and he keeps and, coming um, on with a wig. Charlie Savage, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, you, no, like, like Lily, yeah, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, all right, okay. Roy Keane's a big fan of him, yeah, <laughs> he is actually. Well, anyway, fellas, I think we need one more of these. What 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 the 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 fuck 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 Mario Balotelli. Six thousand fans. It's not Mario Balotelli. Oh, pipe down, you. Honestly, I'm still, I'm still scared about it. I'm, I'm even like spitting fire doing what the fact, and that's one of my favourite things to do. But anyway, I've got. Um, can I have a so go? Can I have a go? Your first clue. Can I have a go? Hey. Can I have a go? Yeah. I mean, you, you've given us the first clue. Yeah. 2016 is nah. when West Ham United moved out of the Berlin ground. Nope. 
That oh. wouldn't be an interesting fact. Well, there you go. That's just a fact fact. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what the fact. That's yeah. just yeah, yeah. the fact. Well, that's, that's what we never stopped. You the fact. just never know. You might have been, you might have been <laughs> so hacked up with your Sunderland <laughs> You might have just taken the easy option. <laughs> this this is a game for intellectuals, Dave. You know, this, this. <laughs> We're talking the great oh, minds no. of this world, the likes of Daniil. You know, yes. don't, don't, uh, don't disrespect Daniil. Who's, who's obviously, Daniel. There was a lot of Ds in there. He's extremely obvious, isn't he, by his... By, where is he? Come on, Daniil, get He's conspicuous here. by his absence, he is. Come on, Daniil. Right, maybe Daniil will get in touch on the WhatsApp number, which is, Dave... 0330-043-2002. And I said that through it a mouthful of water. It is because Ted hasn't remembered it. Yeah, That's very good. I'm well impressed. Done. I just Ted really needs to learn that water. number. 043-2002 is the number to WhatsApp the studio. Absolutely. And you might uh, might get more people taking part in this one after the next oh, clue. So your first two. clue was, oh. don't lose your head, Anne, mm-hmm. which is Alpha November November Echo. Your second clue is... Where's the other two chipmunks? <laughs> Where's the other two chipmunks? Yes. Where's the other two chipmunks? Is that a reference Alvin? to the two owners of West Ham United? No. Okay. So, first clue, don't lose your head on. Your Hello. second clue is, where's the other two chipmunks? Chipmunks? Go on, think about three chipmunks. Is what that called? Is that... Is that girl that gave the finger on live news broadcast? Is that who's her name, Anne? Nope. You know the BBC girl? You seen that? Oof. I've seen it, yeah, yeah. 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 I seen yeah. nothing to do with football. I saw, I, saw, I saw a still image of the fingers blurred out in true BBC yeah. style. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Naughty. The, the BBC tend to blur a lot of things out, like the history. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Their impartiality. Uh, don't lose yes, your absolutely. head, Anne. And where's the other two chipmunks? So one of them. It's the name of one of... What is he on about? Three chipmunks. Is that that kid's What thing? are the chipmunks' names? The cartoon. Alvin? That's the kid thing, isn't it? Yeah, the cartoon. Oh. Is Alvin one? Alvin's one, Alvin. Right? Alvin, West Ham. What was he called, Alvin? Alvin Martin. Martin. Alvin Martin. Alvin you and the chipmunks. may not be along the right lines. Uh, yeah. Alvin and the chipmunks. That's, yeah. Enough of that for now. Ah, he's trying to get us I to stop now. I, I don't know why I'm talking like a Victorian. Forsooth, we shall continue. <laughs> As is my want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we've gone from the rant over redirect, 6,000 tickets to Shakespeare. Get in! Absolutely. We are good. We are very classy, aren't we, boys? Very classy. Um, oh. We haven't talked Burrow, we haven't talked Newcastle yet. I'm going to let you lads fight it out. Who wants to go first on that one? Because... Obviously, you both won. You're both back to winning ways. Who wants to start and get the ball rolling? Go on, Ray. All right. Well, I'll talk about the mighty Borough going down to Wales. What an amazing, uh, scrappy affair this one was, lads. Now, it was pouring down with rain. Go, go, go. That was exactly what it was. That's that's exactly what it was. That's what it sounded like while you were running along this waterlogged pitch, I tell you. It It was that heavy was the rain. It was incredible, lads, and it was lucky that no one else got injured. One big uh, talking point, obviously, apart from the wind, was uh, was yeah, Senny Dieng, our number one goalkeeper. Mm. He took a goal kick, lads, and he's uh, he's fallen over as he's taken the goal kick in the pour and rain, and he was unable to get back up. Now uh, he's grabbed his right thigh, he's up sort of his hip area, and he's hobbled off. And now Tom Glover, the mighty Australian, who was our backup goalkeeper, 
Took about 10 minutes to get ready. The poor lad he wasn't, wasn't even expecting ready to, to come on. on. He, no. was, he wasn't dressed at all. <laughs> he was he was rugged up, ready to go home. And uh, had to had to kid up in the 90th minute to play about two minutes of football. But it's... Uh, that was one of the uh, the sour points, but my lord, it was an incredible uh, finish and, and goal set up by uh, Sam Greenwood, the, the resident Mackham as well. He's on fire for us at the moment. A great pass in by Matty Crooks. Uh, finished low by Sam Greenwood. And then the most controversial moment, Dave, uh, comes from an indirect free kick <clears throat> given to uh, the Borough after it was a pass back, uh, deemed a pass back from Swansea. So Swansea, we were, Borough came in from the uh, left-hand side. They crossed in. Uh, and the um, yeah the Swansea defender got in first, and, and he just simply just passed it back to the keeper. Keeper was it, it was it was probably you know blocked vision I want to say, but it was a clear and, and utter pass back. And um, you know um, the the boys knew it straight away. You could see them up in arms. Sammy Silvera and all that were straight up in arms, letting the the ref know there was a, a pass back, and the ref agreed straight there and then. So it was an indirect free kick right on the line, lads. They put every Swansea player in the box in the in the goal. Uh, and yeah, Morgan Rogers tapped it, and Sammy Silvera, the great Aussie, uh, finished it low and left, and made it two-one, and uh, managed to hold on for the rest of the afternoon. Great, absolute win. We needed it. We the Borough needed it. I was saying it was a crucial win because we go into Port Vale now at Carabao Cup. If we had gone into that with you know another loss, especially against Swansea, who were beneath us in the table, I think you just would have seen just everyone starting just to lose the plot a little bit. Borough fans are you know are ruthless on on social media when when we're not playing well and. Uh, it was just a good win for for the for everyone, and uh, especially for the fans that made that long, long trip, especially in that pouring rain. It was a horror day out uh, down at Swansea. But, yeah, good win by the lads, good shift, and uh, Michael Carrick got the tactics right, I think, this time around by making Bangura, playing Bangura uh, on that left back. He had a stellar game for me. He was uh, he was the right oh. choice. Uh, you could see that Swansea were only going to attack down that right-hand side. So, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a great day out for the Borough. Great, back to winning ways. Uh, great tech, uh, tactics by um, yeah, my Michael Carrick, and um, yeah, the only sour point for me is losing Sandy Dieng, which I'm uh, yeah, I'm worried about. We're copying Newcastle now, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed that it, it's something that can be healed pretty quickly. I'm hoping it is, but but saying yeah, that, we're going to lose him. We're going to lose him in January anyway. So yeah, you know, true. You know, true, Glover, true. Glover was going to be coming in at some point. He may just be in for a handful of games. Well, Glover's expected. You know, Glover's not available as well, oh, he's right? Going away as Glover, well, isn't he? The, He's, he's got the Asian Cup with Australia. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if, so if he get if he gets picked up as one of the goalkeepers, which he has been for the Socceroos, he's got Asian Cup the same time as Afcon. So we both we lose Seni Dieng our number one, yeah. and Tom Glover our number two, both for international duty during that month, which is weird, wild the, as well because we we get Riley McGree right back then as well, Dave, and we lose him and Sammy Silvera. So he'd be as sick as a custard slice, won't he? Just getting his chance yeah, in the first yeah. team, and he's got to go away. And he exactly, can't take it. Yeah, he's got to go away. Yeah, he's got to go. What's yeah, the extent the of the Dieng injury, though? Right? Is it? Uh, I mean, is it one of them where it might even affect his selection for Afcon? You know, it could be. yeah, it could. It could do. It, it could do. We don't know. I mean, it, he walked out. He walked off under his own duress. He wasn't carried off or anything. He just hobbled off, yeah. sort of thing. So, which gave me good signs that it's nothing serious when you can hobble off. But Riley McGree two months ago did the same thing. It was an innocuous tackle. And he sort yeah. of limped off and he said, nah, I'm fine. You could see him. He said, you know, Carrick goes, you okay? And he nods and goes, nah, I'm all right. And we haven't seen Riley McGree since, you know, two or three months ago now. No. So, yeah, I hate to say, you know, Sandy Deng's going to be fine. It was just, you know, a niggle. And then that come, Carrick comes out today and says he's out for a month or two. So, who knows with the bar at the moment. Yeah. But 
the 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 injury run that I, we and like you know just like Newcastle up the road like we're having a shock and run with injuries this season so we couldn't have asked for a worse you know a worse one to go down with Sandy Diang so I think Tom Glover would have played anyway this week at uh, Port Vale in the Carabao Cup Tom Glover started every game for the Borough in Carabao Cup so I think Tom Glover probably would have started there anyway so it gives Sandy Diang a bit of a breather there in it, uh, for me anyway but it'll be interesting come next weekend um, yeah who who will line up against West Brom because. Uh, yeah, we're starting to get a bit thin. Starting to get a bit yeah. thin. So, bit, Good bit win, worried. though, because I mean, that's, that's a tough place. All, all joking aside, it oh. is a very tough place to go, that. Yeah. And they'll come away with yeah. a win. There's not too many not, not too many teams will do that this season. They're a good side, no. well organised. No, we did very well. And a couple of yeah, ex-Borough yeah, boys well. in the team as well. Um, so, it was, yeah. Know, there's always yeah. that, like, the one sat on the bench. Um, there's always that mm. likelihood that, you know, somebody's going to come back and haunt you. You know what it's like in football, fellas. It always happens, mm. isn't it? That one you let go, scores the goal, that puts you, you know... Put, uh, Put you behind or whatever, but can I get my rant over? Am I allowed to get go my on, rant go on, over? Go on, go on, go on. What on earth? What on earth is Alan Sheen, the Swansea manager, going on about? About the back pass? I mean, he's talking absolute nonsense. This is what mm-hmm. he had to say about it, right? It was a crazy decision. Whether it's right or wrong, it's a big call. I'm not a referee, obviously. It's an in, it's a, is it an interception or a back pass? Carl Rushworth is one of the best keepers in the league with the ball at his feet. For for so for him to think he can put pick it up tells me enough. So he's basing a decision from the referee on his keeper picking the ball up. If he's picked it up, it must be wrong. Mm. <laughs> Let me just clarify this because the reason why it really grips my bits is. Uh, Managers and players have got a great platform to speak their minds, and many of them do and get themselves into trouble. Arteta got away with it. And people believe them. People believe them. So first and foremost, mate, there's nothing in the game about a back pass. It is a ball that is played which uh, by a teammate that the goalkeeper picks up. So it doesn't have to be a back pass. It's just a ball that is played by your teammate intentionally and you pick it up. Rye, you were watching the game. Was that was that, was. was that ball played intentionally by the by the defender in this case? Did he play yep. the ball? Yep. Did the keeper pick it up? Yep. Stick that in your pipe, Sheenan. And smoke it. <laughs> he did. It he doesn't did. have to he be did. a back pass. It, it, back it, pass it, is it, nowhere in the laws of the game. Everybody believes. He literally, it's yeah, a back pass yeah. to the keeper. Oh, it wasn't yeah. a back pass to the keeper. He meant to play it. Do you know, if a centre half plays the ball across, just inside the edge of the penalty area to his full back on the opposite side, Burunda hits it, and a striker's bearing down and is going to run and, and get the ball, and the keeper throws himself on the ball and saves it, it's still a free kick to the attackers. I know it wasn't a back pass. It doesn't have to be a back pass. And it's the same we had 10 years ago with Alan Hansen, who on Match of the Day said, oh, the referee has to add on 30 seconds for every substitution. And ever since he opened his Scottish trap, all referees at the end of the game get players going, but you haven't added 30 seconds on for every substitution, referee. He doesn't have to. Where else in the world, in the line of business, in the line of careers, jobs, 
can the people at the top be so ignorant of the rules that they have to operate under? It's disgusting, well, isn't radio it? Stand there's with there's it. <laughs> 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 I, I stopped. I stopped while I was ahead. I stopped. Ted, I, like I, I can only say one thing. It's embarrassing. Thank you, Randover. It was. It Ref was, was, it was right. Ref was right. The Swansea manager should be beaten with the stick more often. Yeah, we do. I like that. I like that segment. I like Radio it's Dad in. rants. I think yeah. that's 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 yeah. that's now going to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, and good morning, to, to Alan. To Shane lighten the mood, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on. We've got a WhatsApp. Oh. No, no. We've got a WhatsApp. I'm just trying to see. It's Jack. Jack with a WhatsApp. Oh, Jack. Yes. Good morning. Morning, Jack. Morning, Jack. Good morning, Jack. Morning, Jack. Does it have anything to do with Thierry Henry? Ooh. No. What? That's he fact. definitely wasn't one of the chick monks, was he? No. I, do like his, I do like his previous post from the other day. He's posted a gif of Mr. Blobby. But that was the other day. I can't claim it's this morning, but there you go. Uh, right. Uh, 0330-043-2002. If you've got any idea of what the fact or you're a Swansea you want fan. Third clue before we get Steve's joke. Do you want another clue before Steve's joke? Go for it. Yeah, go on. Okay then. Let's, okay. So yeah, let's do it. First clue. What? 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 first clue, which was, "Don't lose your head, Anne." Berlin. Berlin. It's got something to do with West Ham. If you say so. The second clue was, "Where's the other two chipmunks?" I think Rye dug into the annals of children's TV and came out with Alvin the Chipmunk. I so I did. And then Alvin. Steve came out with West Ham Alvin Alvin, Alvin Martin. It's got something to do with Alvin Martin. Number your three. third clue. Your third clue is hammered the old record. Ah. There's your hammers reference. There's your hammers reference. Right. Alvin the Chipmunk. How many appearances did Alvin Martin have for West Ham? Oh, I got no idea. No uh, idea. I can Google it. Hammered. Not that I would, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? Give it away. I, I actually did a VAR. I'm because I'm sad and I need a hobby, right? I actually, I actually went back over that show. And I listened to the podcast, <laughs> and I could tell by the way Rye was talking. Oh, I think it was in the sixties when this happened. They're like, "Mid, your general knowledge is not that good. You are a charlatan and an actress." I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you did I not know that. I knew it. I Every single time I I've done a what the fact, honestly, there's been a sound of tumbleweeds across your mic, and all of a sudden he's become the world's aficionado I, on 1960s football. Sometimes I can surprise you. Sometimes I can surprise you. That's what my wife says, all right? Stop it. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. Get in there. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, I did actually go back Dawn. and listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Dawn? <laughs> but she likes fisty cuffs. Um, well, uh, <laughs> but better than saying yeah. handcuffs. <laughs> but yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. indeed. We'll, we've gone kinky again. There you go. Yeah, we have. Uh, right, um, Steve. Steve, before, before yes. we get to the spot, we've got to have, we've got to have Steve's joke. Ah, I'm ready, lads. Get get, I'm, I'll get rid of what the fact. I'll get rid of what the fact has gone. Mind okay. you, I can't get, I can't get Daz's things. <coughs> Daz has uh, switched off. I, he probably doesn't I, I think want he doesn't you, like it? us. No, I think he's he switched off his sound effects. 
Yeah, yeah. he's bulked yeah. He, yeah. He's getting very precious over things like that, isn't he? Is mm. it cause, it's because yeah. I called him. The, Don't touch his buttons. The, They've gone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch his buttons. Simple as that. I'm with you, Dad. Are really? Don't let him touch your buttons. Yeah, all, of, a, all, all, I've, got, all I've got is a drum roll. That's all I've got, a drum roll. There you go. Um, Steve, go on then. Hit, hit us with your joke, mate. Hit us with your joke. We all, like, we all like a turkey for Christmas, lads, so it's a turkey joke today. What do you call it Ooh. when a family passes down a turkey recipe? Ooh. What do you Ooh. call it when a family passes down a turkey recipe? Go on then. Copy and, copy and basting. Oh, gosh. That's actually really good. It is actually, isn't it? I'm actually going to use that today. It's, it's that <laughs> proper I'm actually going to use that today. I like that a lot. I love it. I actually really like that. More Christmas crackers tomorrow, yeah. lads. Is this like, That's a good one. Is this like That's Stockholm Syndrome? One. Because yeah. we're listening to more and more of these jokes and they're becoming more acceptably funny. Is that because we're being held hostage and we're just getting used to it? You've, or? Just, you've just had such a bad weekend, Ted, as a Mackham, that those jokes are just going to lighten your mirror. You could have said anything, mate, and you would have just laughed, mate. Dear me. Oh, Daz, Daz has gotten in touch. Dave, Daz has gotten in touch via the WhatsApp. What? And he's saying, hey, you're in trouble. He knows what he's telling you. I've opened you've made it. made a mistake. I've opened it. Oh. But it doesn't give me anything. <laughs> he's giving me instructions Ooh, to I'll the... Tell you he's what, giving me this... Barking instructions there, isn't he? That's a big thing. He is, yeah. I know. There's no, yeah. there's no punctuation. Yeah. There's no, no smiley yeah. face. Open chrome. Wow. Yeah. I've open opened chrome. chrome. How'd you get into you history on Chrome? I'm be. a Mac man. How'd you get into history? <laughs> oh, jeez, don't open the history. Who's? On the work computer. Oh, my goodness. What's he been who's looking at? Who's crumbled his ginger? Oh, what's oh, he been no. looking at? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie what? Dallas. All right. <laughs> Daz, you can't look at that at work, and they definitely shouldn't have tentacles. <laughs> Oh, it's research for the eclipse in April. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh, is it? Yeah, she's yeah, the tour guide yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah, good oh, research, dear. Daz. I'm standing by you. Uh, yeah, but those dolls are getting really lifelike now, aren't they? Anyway. Um, <coughs> oh, guys. Guys, I'm about to have a coughing fit. Uh, yeah, oh, no. uh, we haven't done the club news, have we? No, no, we haven't. We haven't, we haven't oh. spoken about Newcastle either. And we've got the, the spot to come. I tell yeah, you, we've, we've got, got about nine. We've got nine minutes well. of club news and, and and adverts and sport and all sorts of stuff going on here. We're never going to get off. Uh, let's start with a bit of Steve. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. Here we go. Magpies and proud. Mags news. Good morning, Newcastle fans. Tickets for the FA Cup game against Sunderland are going on sale at ten o'clock this morning. The initial point requirements being set at forty-five. That'll drop for the first time at four o'clock today. Ticket prices have been set at £32 for adults. Over 65s, £29. Under 22s, £24. And for under 16s, it is £14, which is uh, significantly lower than the original proposals, which were correctly rejected. Uh, 6,000 tickets allocated to us, 700 in the corporates. The Black Cat Lounge has been given to the Newcastle fans. And it is a bubble game, which means Newcastle fans will be shepherded down to the stadium alight in approximately 70 double-decker buses. Uh, you must make sure uh, that you get on the bus, otherwise you will not be going to the game. As for the first team, well, Newcastle United made it seven home wins out of seven with a comprehensive 3-0 win against 10-man Fulham. Raul Jimenez was sent off in the 22nd minute for a foul on Longstaff. 
Fulham were upset at the decision, suggesting Lascelles should have been punished for an elbow in the build-up to the incident. It then took the home side 57 minutes to break the cottages down, and it was Lewis Miley with a cool finish to give his team the lead, and in the process becoming the youngest player to score for the tune in the Premier League. Further goals from Dan Byrne and Miguel Miron rounded off the win. The three points, though, may have come at a cost, with both Fabian Scher and Joe Linton being withdrawn with injuries. Eddie Howe will be assessing his players today ahead of the Carabao Cup quarter-final match at Chelsea tomorrow. There was some good news at the weekend with the return of Sven Botman, who managed six-minute club sub-role against Fulham. And Friday brought the news that Harvey Barnes and Joe Willick have both had minor setbacks and won't return to the first-team squad until January. And congratulations to Newcastle United's women's team who had an emphatic 11-3 home win against AFC Flyde yesterday. Well done, girls. That's Newcastle United headlines on Monday morning. Smoggies and proud. Borough News. Good morning, Borough fans, you beautiful bunch of Borough fans. Middlesbrough got back to winning ways with a scrappy 2-1 victory over Swansea in Wales on Saturday. And what could only be described as the rains down in Africa. The slip and slide affair was decided when a pass back to Swansea keeper was then picked up, resulting in an indirect free kick. Sammy Silveira finishing a low shot after the setup from Rogers completed the 2 1 victory after another magnificent Greenwood finish and what a pass from Krupsi. The only worry to come to the borough was uh, the 90th minute when Senny Dieng went down after a, taking a goal kick and could not continue. With what looked to be a right thigh issue, uh, Senny Dieng hobbled off to be replaced by Tom Glover. It adds to Middlesbrough's concerning list of injuries uh, and there will once again probably be a call up for the big Aussie Rye to come over in goals against Port Vale, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And Michael Carrick has told Callum Kavanagh he'll be in business if the striker continues his prolific goal-scoring form. Young striker impressed for the Middlesbrough under-21s and scored every goal in a 4-0 win over Crystal Palace last week, with his dabbling showing there being rewarded with his first call-up against Swansea this weekend. Kavanagh, who is the son of former Borough midfielder Graham, was included on the bench at Swansea, and although he didn't get on the pitch, Carrick said the youngster will have benefited enormously from being around the squad. And just finally, Middlesbrough could be set to hand a January lifeline to the out-of-favour Nottingham Forest defender Joe Worrell. Borough also been heavily linked with Joe Worrell for a couple of months now. Borough are now keen to offer Joe Worrell an initial loan deal. He is prepared to turn it into a permanent switch if we get promoted to the Premier League this season. So, Joe Worrell could be in. Stop it, you lot. I'm recording the... these to play out later on the radio station. <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> okay, then you're going to start again. Good lad, good lad. Hang on a second. Hang on. We'll do it properly then. If you're going to start again. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's go again. Mackens again. and Proud. Black Cats News. Good morning, Sunderland fans. Welcome back after a bit of a tragic weekend, really, for Sunderland. But there we go. Anger, frustration, unacceptable moments of complete and utter madness were the words from Mike Dodds after defeat at Ashton Gate on Saturday. If, as expected, Sunderland's defeat at Bristol City does turn out to be Mike Dodds' swan song as interim head coach, he did not hold back in his post-match press conference. His previous two games in charge had seen the Black Cats earn impressive home victories against playoff rivals West Brom and automatic promotion hopefuls Leeds United. However, the lads were wasteful in front of goal yet again and conceded a blatant penalty due to sloppy play at the back, resulting in Anthony Patterson upending Robbins, Taylor, Gardner-Hickman and Tommy Conroy, Conroy converted from the spot. 
As you heard earlier, Sky Sports claimed on Friday that Sunderland are close to appointing former QPR and Rangers head coach Michael Bale to replace Tony Mowbray. The prospective announcement has been met with a very mixed response by fans who feel that a move for Bale, who was sacked by Glasgow Rangers while taking them to third place in the SPL, isn't any better than what the club had in Tony Mowbray and even fear it may be a backwards step. Nothing official from Sunderland themselves just yet, but it's thought a new man will be in the dugout in time for the visit of Coventry City this weekend. And finally, popular football website Team Talk has claimed three Premier League heavyweights are ready to go up against Real Madrid in order to secure the signature of Joe Bellingham. Leaving Sunderland for the Premier League would be a strong pull for Bellingham, and while the Black Cats will clearly have a high valuation of the player, this won't be a problem for those competing at the top end of the top flight. Liverpool are the side most in need of a holding midfielder and were a long-time admirer of his brother Jude before his move to Real. It may see Job as a worthy alternative and a long-term option to deputise in the middle of the pitch. Both Liverpool and Arsenal are likely to be competing in the Champions League next season, whereas Chelsea, the other suitor, may have their work cut out to break into the top four over the next five or six months. This could well influence Bellingham's decision if it's needed, but regardless, it will be hard for Sunderland to keep him at the stadium like if a bid comes in. And there are your Monday headlines. Ted, Rye and Steve, the North East Footy Breakfast. Right across the North WhatsApp alert, WhatsApp alert, we've had more oh. WhatsApps coming in, oh yes, oh, no. they're flying in on 0330-043-2002. First and foremost, Jack wanted to explain the uh, the suggested answer that uh, he put forward. Uh, Thierry is Theodore in French, and Henri, the eighth, don't lose your Anne, your head, Anne. So that, that, that was his line very of thinking. Clever. Very, very wow. good thinking, Jack. Yeah. But it was hey, still wrong. But Jack, that's, that's almost wow. too highbrow for this that, lot, mate. But far too me, me and Jack could... I think me and Jack could share a glass of Rioja and talk about mm. intelligent mm. things, definitely. Oh, so yeah, yeah. He's, he's classy. And he's classy, second, but it's, and but it's second, wrong. And second, Daniil has oh, weighed hey. My nemesis. Yes. My nemesis. Yes. I think My supervillain arch enemy. But I think Here he's got he it wrong. I think, <laughs> I think he's got it wrong. I think he's got it wrong. Good morning, oh, no. funny oh, no. breakfast crew. Good morning, Daniel. Morning, Daniel. What the fact guess? Is it Billy Bonds? It's not. It's it not. Ah, Daniel. I think he's got something. Oh, no. I think he's got something oh, to do no. with Alvin Martin breaking a West Ham record. It's got to do Has with to. Alvin Martin breaking a West Ham record. He played in that yeah. game Has against Newcastle. Yeah. He played in that game against Newcastle, I remember. The, the, I was speaking about it on the um, the podcast a while back about the the game that Newcastle had three keepers in in the game. We got beat 8-1 um, and Martin Thomas was in goal, went off at half-time with an injury. Chris Hedworth went in, the right back, he got an injury and then Peter Beardsley went in goal. Um, we lost eight one, and Ooh. but I mean that's not I that's not the answer. I'm just thinking that was the era yes, that is. Alvin Mart. What? Yes, it is. Shut up. That Wait, is the answer. the answer, Steve. You absolutely nailed it through the centimetre. I'm very oh, impressed. Stevie! I do not. That wasn't. I don't believe it because I was trying to work out the. I was actually trying to work out the. The time. Steve's hit, a, Steve's hit a cross. He sliced it and it's gone in the top corner. Oh, That's get typical in. of me. That's typical of me. <laughs> yes, get in. Yes, Absolutely. Sorry, Ted. So, Honestly, that wasn't even. No, I wasn't no, even no, a guess. 
Oh, get <laughs> in. We've got it. We've got it. If, if it's been said, Nate, it gets said. Gamble, let's so gamble, 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 let's gamble, let's gamble. Yeah, the whole fuck gamble. <laughs> I'm just pressing every button. The whole fuck flag is being gamble. So in 1986, so central defender and Alvin Martin helped himself to a hat-trick in an 8-1 trouncing of Newcastle United at Upton Park. If that wasn't unusual enough, all three of his goals were scored against different goalkeepers and former England forward Peter Beardsley was the keeper for the third one. Well done, wow. Steve. That's absolutely nailed that. I mean, it's 4-3. Yes. Well is that 4-3? Well is that 4-3 now? It is. Is it really? It is. Oh, fuck. And Come we, on, we, fellas. we lose him Thursday, Friday. We lose him Thursday, Friday, so we're going to have to get another what the fact. But, we're going to have to. But you know well, we've what? We've got the Christmas. We've got the Christmas Day show as well. well if ever oh, we true, get to true, do true, it, if true, ever yeah. we get to do it, true, true. Um, yeah, uh, I just hit the microphone in all excitement because we've got to come up with. A, we're so <laughs> close. We've got to come up with a forfeit. Yes, yeah, you we do. do. You do have to yeah, come up do. with a forfeit, or otherwise it's fifty oh, quid yes. in the Academy of Light. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you think of F one and and Danny Rick. And 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 Cyril, or whatever his name was, who was in charge of Renault at the time, you know, he had to get a tattoo. What could we make him oh. do? Oh. See, oh. I, I love my ink. I don't know whether you knew that, but I do love. We my saw ink. that, yeah, so, yeah. I, and I think NUFC, yeah, like, NUFC, in a love heart would, would would fit perfectly on your left no, chest. Nah, no, 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 no. Come MB. on, MB in a love heart. MB on his forehead. MB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah MB. On his forehead. In a yeah. love heart. Michael yeah, Beale. Yeah, Michael Beale. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. In a love heart. Michael Beale. Yeah. I'll never oh, get a name geez. tattooed on me, mate. No, there's not a chance. <laughs> 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 I've got all sorts on there. I've got the Millennium Falcon, even, but I'm not having anybody's name on there. Oh, yes. Good shout. Uh, Wookie oh, written next to it. Um, Jack's been back on and he said, well played, Steve. So, yeah. Yes. 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 Absolutely, mate. That's, that's yeah. class. Yeah. Like, it was a good, yeah, it was yeah. good teamwork, clue. mind. It was good teamwork because I would never have gone from those first two clues with the West Ham. So it was the whole. I think you would have got it with the last clue, to be honest because the last clue was is this a hat-trick or a triple ah, right. and I think, I think you probably would have got up for that like so you, you were already there with Alvin Martin but that's uh, honestly mate, the sound I know that was genuine because the sound of disbelief when when that one went in yeah <laughs> definitely oh, like Rai <laughs> like Rai who was faking his knowledge of 1960s football uh, I, I don't believe it was in the year of our lord 1961 <laughs> I was going to dip in, actually. I was going to say, yeah, I remember that game well. I was just a young tacker watching it with me old man. And uh, no. You weren't even born. <laughs> it was two years before you were born. <laughs> How do you know when he was born? Thanks, Facebook. Because I, I know because of Facebook. He's on oh, Facebook yeah. now, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, he's I on, am on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I hey, get this. So I made a comment on there saying, oh, my God, not here as well, for the love of Christ, or something like that, you know. <laughs> And um, guess who reacted with a laughing emoji to me? Uh, the king. Regards, Mick. Regards, Mick. Regards, ah. Mick. <laughs> Regards, Mick thinks I'm funny. That's, that's even better than, than Mrs. Ted thinking Rye's funny. That's, yeah, that's great. I blocked him. I blocked him. I blocked him now. I blocked him. I had enough he, of him. He messaged that's me disgusting. back saying, love, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He didn't. He messaged you back saying, love, Dad. Regards, Mick. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably would have as well. Does the old man listen? Is the old man listen, right? Yeah, he does. He oh, does. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Mick, how are Big you, fan. Mick? Mick? Big fan. Get yeah, out, Mick. Regards, Mick. Get Hi, Mick. Mick. Oh, yeah, he's down the coast in his caravan. Does it always every time oh, this year? Very at Christmas, nice. So oh, fantastic! Yeah, gets away from family and yeah, hides far, away, far in his away from you. Which, yeah, which, which of the three stations does he listen to? Right, seven hours. This is the test. Which of the three? 
You know, he's, he's a Spurs fan. The Did you know that? He's one, one he? is a Spurs fan, right? And he was born in Manchester, right? So I'm going to out him here, right? He was born in Manchester mm. and he's a Spurs fan because when he was at school in England, his headmaster, right, used to cane him, right? And he was a big Tottenham fan. And he said, well, you know, his headmaster, if he's a Tottenham fan, he rules the roost. I better be a Tottenham fan to get on side with him. So he became a Tottenham fan when he was a young lad to stop getting the cane so he could talk Tottenham. So he's a Tottenham fan. Wow. That would be called Boy bullying this day and age. Yeah. 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 That's Crazy. his story. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've got to, we've got to get Mick on the show one too. We've got to get him on, yeah. In a dad show, mate. Yeah. We've got a dad show. Definitely. You get well, all the dads on. It's been hard for mine, mate. Mine's been dead about 12 years. Like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> if my dad comes we on the could, show, I'll be really we, worried. Mine the same. Mine the same knows one, but we could have a seance on air or something like that, mate. We can find him. Just walk out the street doing out these days. Let's get him on. <laughs> I just imagine walking down the street now. Are you a dad? Yeah, you'll do. Grab. That's it. That's it. Anyway, Newcastle's win. Newcastle's win. Yes, that's Owen Steve. Great performance. Great performance, lads. And to be honest, you know, it was one of those games which, you know, we were going into with a little bit of trepidation. I predicted a 1 1 draw on Friday and. I just felt that Fulham, on a good run of form, could be a big test for us. Obviously, you know, the injuries and suspensions and um, the like, we're, we're going to play that part once again. Kieran Trippier missing out because he was on five yellow cards. And uh, we knew we knew we'd have, uh, you know, uh, enough to give them a game. But it was just, for me, you know, uh, the whole pressure as well of potentially getting another win, seven wins seven wins on the trot. You just don't know how this team is going to cope either from, from the backlash of the, you know, the three defeats. You know, the, when you get into that little rut, it, it's hard to get out of it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we'd all agree that the game did change on 22 minutes. As soon as a team goes down to 10 men, it, it becomes, you know, either a... A, an unfair advantage for for you as the home team, or it becomes one of those games where you know the the, the you know the opposition can benefit from it, and you know it, it becomes a, a more difficult game. But um, it, it it took a while. It was I mean it was a reckless you know it was described I think by many media outlets as a reckless assault on Sean Longstaff. I mean what Raúl Jiménez was thinking of, I really don't know. Um, obviously VAR got involved and. It you know it was upgraded to a red because he was he was prompted to check his pitch side monitors by uh, the VAR official Michael Salisbury. Um, I, I've never seen a player as angry um, because he, he he wasn't happy at all. He he was he he was he was claiming he'd been elbowed by Jamal Lascelles just before the incident, and of course their their manager at the end of the game was that that was his that was his line. He was going on about that you know constantly uh, to, to to all the media and everybody who would listen to him, but. You know, for me, it was a correct dismissal. It was a, it was needless uh, the, the challenge that he put in, um, and, and luckily Sean Longstaff wasn't injured from it. He's, he's you know, he's he's as hard as goats, and he's Sean Longstaff, and he he came away from that unscathed, which was great. Fabian Sherdo and Joe Linton both limped off uh, during the during the first half. It looked like hamstring issues, but they were both very sensible. It's clear what instruction these players have been given if you feel tightness in 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 any you know any muscle stop go down and ask for treatment and you know they both went down early i think that will benefit them I, I would be surprised if we don't see at least one of those back on tuesday night um we hit the crossbar in the first half anthony gordon player of the season for me so far uh hit, hit the crossbar uh sean longstaff had one blocked um newcastle really 
took the advantage, you know, with, with the extra man. But it wasn't until the the second half that you know Newcastle took the lead, and it was Lewis Miley. Um, uh, you know, a loud roar at St James's Park greeted this goal because you know the youngster is 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 really just proved to be. Um, you know, a wonderful, wonderful asset in a time when we're when we're struggling for in uh, for, for for first team players. He took the goal as if he was you know an established Premier League pro, and um, yeah, I just loved the celebration. The lads, the lads, you know, surrounded him. Bruno in particular, um, and and him have really hit it off. But it was it was just great to see you know him, him getting the the applause. His interview after the game was wonderful as well. You know, he's he's enjoying it, and, and why not? The other two goals scored. I was delighted to see Miguel Miron get a goal. He's had a bit of stick on social media of some of our fans. You know, as soon as we lose a, a game or two, the fans are on his back on social media. Not that you know, not that I'm, I'm sure that it, it bothers Miggy, but lovely to see him get a goal. And then a wonderful chip in by Bruno for Dan Burns' goal to to give us a three nil win. I think it was a fair reflection on the game. Um, would it have been any different if they hadn't had a man sent off? Who knows? But I'm not bothered. It it got us back on. It got us back on the winning way. Seven wins at home in a row since 2002-2003, which is a it's it, you know it's it, it's a great testament to the lads. Their away form is poor, but the home form is 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 second to none at this moment in time. And good three points. Uh, concerned about the injuries, of course, um, but. Newcastle are just taking it game by game. Sven Botman's back. He had six minutes on Saturday, and he will he will be available, of course, for tomorrow night's F, uh, Carabao Cup quarter final game. And you know it, it's you know it's it's going to be an interesting period going into Christmas. You know we we are out of Europe, but we have got some you know got some big big games coming up. Special mention to the supporters as well as always getting behind the team uh, but a, a new Jason Tyndall song uh, was given an airing um, it, it's a version of Last Christmas um, which which was fantastic so Tyndall loved that as he was doing his walk around with the players and, and with the coaching staff um, but all in all a very happy day for Newcastle United supporters and um, you know takes us down to Chelsea tomorrow in good spirits and hopefully um, you know with an opportunity to get into our second you know semi-final of the Carabao Cup in, in two consecutive seasons the, the story that came out the weekend, which really put a smile on my face when you're talking Miley, was the fact that Newcastle safeguarding officer has had to check in with a young lad just to make sure that everything's okay and the squad's being nice to him. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, the poor kid's so, so young and innocent, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. I tell you what, you look at the post-match uh, interview between where they had Dan Byrne and him next to him, and Dan Byrne looked like a proud dad standing next to him. Obviously, Dan Byrne, the towering defender, looked like, and he just put his arm around him, and they were doing the interview. But it was really good to see, and obviously, yeah. um, you know, being seventy years old, you know, what a what a you know what a future. It just gives you what excitement to be able to score, you know, at, at that you know at that level, and. Yeah, 17 years old. He's been a very, very good sensation. That, and he probably would have never got a game, you know, if, albeit from all these injuries. So, you know, he probably is a couple, a year or two away, probably, you know, because a full fit uh, Newcastle team, you know, Lewis Smile is probably not anywhere near it. And, you know, no, and he's just taking his chances. And well, now they've got to get him out of the side now, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've so, got to get him out yeah, of the so, side. Yeah. I, I honestly so when think they come he's back, the, good he's luck. the best. He's the best product I've seen to come out of that youth system in a long time, Steve. And, yeah, and I mean, yeah, 100%. He's yeah, exciting. He's very exciting. You look through history yeah. when you've had the likes of Gaza, Waddle came through, the, you know, as, as a young lad there, Beardsley, all that lot. And 
I, I don't think there's anything stopping Lewis Miley from hitting those heights because he, he just looks so confident and, and so assured. He's one of them where he, he never looks under pressure. And, and I, I love this about midfielders especially. Good midfielders look like they've got all the time in the world. And, and he, yeah. and speaking, he has that yeah. little bit of magic about yeah, him. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And speaking of reaching those heights, Raul Jimenez... What, what It looked like an awful kung fu kick is all I can describe it as. I don't know what he was thinking, but that was one of the worst tackles that I have ever seen. I can't believe it Ronald went to VAR. Was, I, it was, I, I can't believe he showed a yellow. I can't believe he showed a yellow for it. I mean, the, the height he got off that ground and it absolutely, <laughs> his right hip hit Longstaff in the face. It, it yeah. was incredible. And he's just gone, nah, it's yellow. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe it. So yeah, no, honestly, Bruce. incredible, Bruce incredible Lee. scenes there, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, he's just lucky that Sean Longstaff didn't get a broken cheekbone or anything because a hip to the face. My goodness, there man, are rumours so when he was noise. flying through the air, he was making noises like <laughs> <laughs> It was it was stupid and very dangerous by Jimmy Dez. It, it was a definite red card. So very good, but yeah, no, very good to see them. I predicted a three-two victory. Newcastle, but uh, down to 10 men, they got the three goals that I said. I predicted 1-0 over Bristol City as well. So, it Messiah is. rise here. I, I I did say 4-0 to the Borough, but look, you know, I was close. I was two off, so look, I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm coming in my own. I'm coming in my you own. You were three off. Three off. <laughs> no, 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 scored no, as well. It was, Love the I, maths. I didn't know how Love heavy the, the rain was going to be, okay? I didn't know the weather, alright? I would have said 2-1 if I knew the rain was You heard heavy, of girly okay? maths. This is rye maths. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the WhatsApp group last night? Yes, I did. Did you see the WhatsApp group that him trying to explain the time difference? Yeah. What the hell was that about? It's an hour behind, but I'm 12 hours forward. But Ted's two hours ahead of GMT, and I'm like, what is he talking about? It was an open university question, wasn't it? It was an exam question from the open university. If Ted is two hours ahead of GMT, Rai is 11 hours ahead of GMT. The answer's Mario Balotelli. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Oh, Daz has come in and gone out again. Well done. Well done to Sam Barrett, the referee of the new. Castle game as well because I, I mentioned on the show on Friday this you know this is his first season um, he's only 30 yeah. years of age he's mm. from Yorkshire it's his first first season in the Premier League and um, you're only his eighth game in the Premier League that's his first red card by the way but well done to him he had a wow. good game um, you know the, the sign of a good referee um, you know he, he, he stuck by his decisions he made some good ones he let the game flow but but overall I thought Barrett was good and not one criticism I, I saw on, on social media other than Fulham of course but you know, Newcastle's you know I, th- I thought he did well so it's good to see new officials coming through we often talk about the lack of officials coming into the game but there's a new one and yeah uh, first, first appearance at St James's Park I thought he did very well Mm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Mm. And there's no way if you're a Fulham supporter and you're listening in that you can argue with that red card. I'm sorry, you've got nothing to stand on. And Just like one. Jimenez had no legs on the ground. We're known for our rants of Fulham supporters, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. They just no weren't way. happy. They just weren't happy. That's they it. just weren't happy. They said Lascelles into yeah. the elbow. It was more down to that, you know. It was and more down to that. Uh, Those Fulham rants okay. coming between okay. the caviar and the champagne breakfast. That's where it is. Mm. Well, you would know. I love you too, my man. Has Daz, has Daz come back in or not? Daz has come back in, yeah, but he's turned his back has on he... the microphone. He doesn't want to talk to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Has, has oh, he no. still got the monk on with me? Where, where's all the special effects as well? Where's all the sound effects going, Daz? I'm so sorry. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good morning, oh, morning. mate. Good morning. Morning. How are you, mate? Got it up, mate. I got it up. 
After you, oh, after, oh, after oh, your search. Oh, well done, Div. Did after you have one of them blue the tablets? tablets? After your search. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of those mornings, hasn't it? It has, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Yeah. Darren walks in and all of a sudden he's got it up. That's brilliant. That's, that's, that's just what you want to <laughs> Got to keep that job somehow, Daz. <laughs> 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 oh come on, fellas! Anyway. No, no smuts, no smuts, no smuts. Yes, hey, it was, it was, it was implied. It's whatever you make of it. Hey, mate. Uh, I mean, I was, I was concerned when I started, you know, going through the old Chrome search history, and I saw the words <laughs> Debbie and Dallas. You know, it's like, what's going on here? We'll have a stiff drink and move on, lads. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, these crappy jokes you get there, but better, Steve. I'm loving it. Great win at the weekend for us. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't I mean, it, mate? Uh, we didn't play very well, uh, but to, no, to scrape no. the win out, I think was uh, was superb. Um, uh, what, what happened to Sunderland? I, I, I don't know. Did uh, did Sunderland? Yeah, I don't know. Text? Yeah, no. What happened no. to Sunderland? Was no. I'm not. I'm not okay. gonna, I'm oh, he's going quiet bite. now. Is yeah. it? I'm not going to bite. No, no, I'm not going to bite. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, if the if the Northern Echo is to be believed, Michael Beale's still very much in the frame. So you might hear a bit more of me tomorrow. If that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so reading now God. on social media that it's it's either today or tomorrow he's being announced. Yep. So uh, we are in for a great week of football this week. I tell you, it's uh, oh, in the lead up to well, Christmas. Is, my Christmas has come early thanks to Sunderland because they've given us the best gift of all, an angry Ted. And I can't thank you enough, yes. Sunderland. Because this is just the content we needed to lead into Christmas. I love it. Today I sat back and just had popcorn for the first 40 minutes of the show, Dad. It was fantastic. <laughs> I just sat back in the middle of the wind and just, just loved it. <laughs> no, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was your scene and it, you took it well. I was very proud of you. I was very proud there, of there you. Was, uh, obviously, you, you read the, the, the piece I put out and it was quite lengthy as well. It took a while to, took you, a while to oh, put it together. It was. And obviously there was, a, there was ranting about various things about the club, but... A mate of mine actually just messaged me back saying there's an iconic line in there where I refer to Charlie Methven, the uh, the former owner, His as trousers. the salmon trouser wearing ponce, which uh, yeah. which he absolutely uh, <laughs> just out of everything that I wrote, that apparently was the iconic line: salmon trousered wearing ponce. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what, though, um, I tell you what, things though, get better. He would have he would have taken the uh, the offer of an hour or two on the Cat Radio Station. To uh, to chat yeah, to fans, mm. he would have done it. Yeah. Mm. Well, the, with his salmon trousers, and, and, and I mean, I'll, I'll try and reach out through, through the channels to. that I've got. If you can as well, somebody from the club needs, needs to, to explain what the hell is going on. Because I, honestly, right now, yes. they're making us a joke, and the the disrespect yeah. of the fans is absolutely like, well, yeah, ridiculous. If Beal anyway. comes in to bring his bring, and brings his backroom staff, and Dodds loses his job, my. Goodness me! Be That's all on. I'm going to say. I, mean, I, I, I mean, don't think they'll dogs. allow that because we'll, the model is we'll that, the model the is that we have to employ. Yeah, the, the model is that we have to employ a first team coach, uh, which which obviously Dodds, um, Procky are as well. I, I don't think you can get a gig for our place unless you called Mike actually, because we've got yeah. Michael Dodds, it's great Michael Proctor, Mike, Mike, and Mike in Mike, the morning. Mike, Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike, we did, Mike in the morning. Just copying that with Steve, Steve, and Steve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, gentlemen. It is, and I think we're there, fellas. We're done and dusted. Tomorrow, will it be all about a Sunderland arrival, or will it be about getting ready for Borough being the only North East representative Ooh. in the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup? Who Ooh. knows? Yes. Get in, Borough. Get but in. Just to put you all in a nice, warm, fuzzy mood, I'll say goodbye with this. See you, fellas. Have a good one. Bye. See you, lads. Have a good Take one, care. guys.